G Money. Yo. What's up, man? I'm back. Yo, welcome back, man. You had COVID. Damn, that's how you gonna do me like that, bro. Yeah, you like it was lonely. The top feels so much better at the oh, How you doing, man? Feeling a lot better, man. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to the team holding it down still. Shout out to all the people in the comments. I, I I watched every I saw every comment for the last episode. Shout out to everybody who sent love over. I appreciate it. Was it was a lot. It was a lot. There's a lot of people that send love. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm good. I'm feeling good. You, did you take a test today? I took a test yesterday. Negative. Yesterday? Good. Two tests. So yeah, yeah you take two. Yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah. It hurt? Two times. Nah, it was good. How you doing, man? Good I'm to high, see you. Man. It's, it's good to have you back. How, how do you think you caught COVID? I don't know, man. Everybody that was around was good. Everybody... Oh, were you at a party or were you at somebody's home? No. Just curious. I just want to get in your business. I was I was home. I, I went out to eat um, like twice last week or week before. Mm-hmm. That was it. You think that's what it was? You think the restaurant? I don't know. I can't say. You know, COVID is invisible, man. You can't. You know, I can't. I think you're lying when you say something. Like that. I think you were at somebody's house. You think I was with somebody and then they had it? And yeah, I had, female, I had, yeah, 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 yeah. No, being a freak. Everybody that I was with, the last 14, 16 days, go got tested, including my family. Everyone's negative except for me. Until now, now I'm negative again. Because you was at somebody's home. No. Gee, what you be doing? You trying, you trying to really find some steals? I'm still a sniper, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm still a sniper. I'm still a sniper, man. I'm out here. I'm chilling. How was your week during quarantine? Uh, it was cool. Still, you know, I, I felt a little crazy. I ain't gonna lie. We started, you know, get up and, and do school with my son. So I had to make sure he rock out. You know, he quarantined with me the whole time. So, you know, he he was excited about that. He could get to stay, stay, stay with pops. You know yeah, what I'm shout, so, to, shout out to Lil Dawson. Dawson, what up? Uh, but you know, I, I was I was going through music. I, I was watching a lot of TV, a lot of shows, movies. Mortal Kombat came out. I'm excited about that. I saw it. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know. You ever need to say any sponsors, anything to shout out? Still got the sponsors on uh, deck, man. Hold exactly. on. We here, Corny. man. Corny, look. Big sponsors is here today, man. I ain't get no money from this. I just letting y'all know I ain't jacking it. You always say I don't come bearing gifts, man. You know what I'm saying? That's for me? That's for you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, good looking, man. Shout out to, shout out to today's big sponsor, man. Big they sponsor. They paid me, so I'm putting it under the table. It's <laughs> <laughs> way from uh, Baltimore, Maryland, by way of Virginia, man. Shout out to uh, Terrace and Clout. You know what I'm saying? They got this this, this wonderful uh, wonderful little sweater, man. I, I kind of like this. I ain't going to lie. It's pretty comfortable. You know what I'm saying? It's a good thing. And they got my man Queen's Football hat. You know Thank what I'm you. saying? Thank you. It's good? You like it? Like, yeah, I like it. Thank I like the shirt. You like the shirt? It's I like good. the shirt good. It's yeah, good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you, would you wear this? Yes, I would. Oh, you would. It's a lot. I would. I would. Yo, man, shout out to Terrace and Clout, man. Uh, uh, at Terrace and, and Clout on Instagram. TerraceandClout.com is the website. Dope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, comfortable, man. We back. Let's do it. What's up? We got a good guest in the house, man. You know G Money. Yo. Episode 189. Nigga, we, we made it. it. We got a special guest. Woo. BX or B-Next. Mm. Bronx in the building. Bang, bang. Uh, bang, bang. Do they still <laughs> use BX or B-Next? Nah. Nah. <laughs> My man, round of applause for Hocus for Fifth. Welcome, man. What's up, man? What's good? What's good? Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Finally, Finally. you prideful. So fucking prideful. <laughs> hey, we uh, both prideful. We are. We, both. <laughs> we are. We are. Welcome to Flip the Script. It's good to have you. Yo, shout out to your yeah. team for being here, too, man. Shout out to the whole team. You want to shout the team out? Let everybody know who's yeah, in shout the Shout out to the team. Shout out to Dave. Shout out to Gio. Gio. Gio's the cameraman, been my cameraman. I don't know you, but I'm shouting you because you was no. talking crazy with your stupid ass camera. I'll break your camera, nigga. I'm on your body. I'm, I'm for real. Shout out to my whole team, Team 4-5th. You know, we in the building. 
Y'all came in here bearing gifts too, man. Let's, let's talk they about did. that. They came in here bearing right. gifts. Shouts to y'all for, right. you know. Yeah, y'all know, y'all know, for those who know me out there, they know I'm a health nut. You know, I used to be overweight. We get into all that, but you know, when I got locked up, I changed my lifestyle. I became vegan. You know, I promote health products right now. So we came giving y'all some good health products. That's, you know. The first to bring us health products. Yes? Yes. yes. I believe so. Yeah. It, 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 it was good. We had a, we had a, a shot. What was the shot called? Anti- Antiviral. Antiviral. All right, man. Slow down, man. <laughs> Antiviral. Shout out to my man. That's my man right there. Antiviral. Your partner. Y'all yeah, took the antiviral. We all took the antiviral shot we all together. Did. And, you know, it tastes good, right? It is. A little spicy, but because of Kanye pepper. But it tastes Kanye, good. Kanye. Kanye. Not Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna go crazy in the comments of that one. That was good. That was good. That was Kanye good like that. Pepper. He um, might as well start a Pepper brand. Right? That should be fire. <laughs> it would. It would. And he got to pick up. I bet. I, and I bet you, you wouldn't let him live up if he came up with that. Because you are gonna say, no. I said that on Factor Square. Oh, I'm a what? I'm That's a it. play. I'm gonna take this, post it. That's exactly. It. Exactly. <laughs> it's a good timing for me though, man. I appreciate the the, the health, the extra health that came in today. You know no, what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, so, especially for you. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. I'm, I'm definitely taking some of those home. You know what I'm saying? I, I might take flips. Yeah. Y'all got some seamos. Y'all got antibiotics. <laughs> y'all got a lot of stuff there, so you know. Well, welcome. Thank We're you. happy to have you here. We haven't. G haven't been here in a while, so you know I would love for G to. To do the honors, man. Get to back good. to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back to it. Oh, I can turn up. Whatever you want me to do. Nah, we here, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, definitely want to say welcome is overdue. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for those who don't know, people been in the comments for a while about you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just, you know, uh, saying that we, we should have you on the couch. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's been it's been a while. And, you know, we, we, we watch that. We watch the comments. We watch the people. You know what I'm saying? So... The fans, this is for us, this is for y'all too. You know what I'm saying? I requested people, we're going to get them up here. The people that make sense though, not everybody, but you know what I'm saying? Obviously, he makes sense, he's here. So, with that being said, take us back. Uh, you know, let's start with the childhood, man. Take us back before before the hocus, before the fourth, before the fifth, before the, the time, before the, the vegan. Let's go back into mm -hmm. day sense. one, you know what I'm saying? Take us back. Where you from? Where you, where you born and raised at? That whole, the whole nine yards. Well, I, I was born and raised in, I was born in Harlem. You know, my um my Harlem grand Hospital? Yeah, Harlem Hospital, actually. Um I was born in Harlem Hospital. I got seven brothers, three sisters. I got a big family. Mm. You know what I mean? So my mom's my mother um mother is from Guyana and my and her father is from um Texas. You know what I mean? And they both came to New York because, you know, whatever New York was the place to the North was the place to be back in the days. So they came to New York and it's, ironically they both last name was Harris already. That's crazy. Yeah. So when they got married, you know, they didn't have to change their name. Um, yeah, that's like hold on. So they, they, <laughs> right? that's they, like crazy. They didn't do no research to see first. The, the, the... No, because she's from Guyana. Like literally, came as an immigrant from Guyana. Uh -huh. He came from Texas. You know what I'm saying? Um, obviously, he came from <laughs> he came from somewhere else before Texas. But <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? His his I believe either his mother or his father was half white or white. You know, I don't really remember. Um, I got the history on that. But yeah, that's my grandparents on my mother's side. My father's side. My father's father was Puerto Rican. And um, his mother is black, so you know I'm a mutt. <laughs> I'm mixed up all mixed over up. the place. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, so my roots started in Harlem, you know, and uh, I moved to the Bronx. You know, my parents was in the streets. You know, my moms and pops was in the streets. 80s, crack era. Mm. It is what it is, you know what I'm saying? My pops was hustling. Moms, you know, she you know, started doing her thing, whatever, smoke, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And um, I ended up in foster care at a young age, me and my brothers, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And, um, you know, after that, that was like nine, that was like nine, 90, 91. And from there, my parents <clears throat> cleaned up. My father quit the streets. They got back together. 
And they came and got us out of foster care. And then that's how I ended up in the Bronx, Castle Hill Project. That's where I'm going to be at representing. That's mm. where my roots begin as like a child. That's where I grew up at. You know what I'm saying? So I'm originally from Harlem. Born but, a, but you raised in you. I was rap. raised in the Bronx. Yes. You know what I mean? So that's like my my, my blood cousin, my real cousin's Mendici. Like my mother and his mother and I sister. I always see how that. Yeah, yeah. Right. So like, you know, so people like, oh, Mendici from Harlem. No, yeah, because we really from Harlem. It's just that my moms and my father moved to the Bronx when they came and got us from foster care. Mm. I was in foster care in Brooklyn. And it's crazy. Just a, a quick story about foster care. Brooklyn is retarded, right? <laughs> Oh, man. Yo, look. I was eight years old in foster care. Eight years old, mind you. Remember that, y'all, when y'all watching this. Eight years old. And um, I remember um, there was this family called the Grease Monkeys. We called them the Grease Monkeys because they had jerry curls. You know what I mean? That was mad greasy. And they had fronted on, on, on my man Charles, right? This is 200 Putnam Avenue. I don't know if that's the style. I think it's the style. I don't really remember too much. Mm. Um, so they had fronted on Charles. So Charles was like, yo, you know what? Like, that was our boy, you know what I mean? But I'm eight years old at the time. We went to Charles' brother's house, and we went to get a gun. You know what I'm saying? His brother gave us a gun. We went back to the in the block. But long story short, we didn't use a gun. But just to have access at eight years old to a gun, it's like, I think about that now. Like, that was crazy back then. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So Brooklyn, was, foster care was crazy. It was just like, got into fights every day. So hold on real quick. I, 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 I got to pause you on a few points. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> foster care. You said they fronted on, on Charles. Yeah. Fronted on him, like meaning what? Like they, like they was, they were trying to um press him or fight him or something like that. Like it was like they was fronting on him. Like mm. I forgot the issue was. It was a long time ago. Right, like, right. You know what I mean? But it was an issue. Like you know, it was got it was about to be something. And Charles was like, "Yo, we out." Charles was older though. I was eight. Charles had to be like fourteen, maybe thirteen. He was a little mm. older than us. You know, me and my brothers, you know me, and we went with him, though. Go get his brother house, go get a gun. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you a question. Paul, Paul me yeah. you. you it's, it's pertaining to, the, to this, because I want to go back to something that you said. Can I? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You said something about, it looked like um, it bothered you just now when you said something about your mom being in the streets. Do you remember that transition of her? It, it, it was drugs, right? Do you remember that transition? Do you remember her seeing her regular and then her getting on drugs do you remember that transition or you were too young i remember being um in my living with my grandmother you know what i mean not knowing like you know wanting my mother remember living with my grandmother and her being out like i don't really remember seeing it too much you know what i'm saying i just understood it as i got older what was going on got so it. i didn't so it was never around me like smoke it was she never it was never around me to but smoke you, you just understood it like and stuff like that at that age, I mean, I really, you don't really, I, I like five, six, seven, you don't, yeah. I don't understand that shit. I just know where my mom's at. Got you know it. what I'm saying? And then we wound up, we wound up actually moving from my, her mother to my father's grandmother house and from my father's mother house. But why were you saying in a documentary that your one of your grandmothers might have been too strict for y'all? Because that's my father's mother. Why did, why did foster care come get y'all if you was under her care? Was, was she beating y'all ass? Um, she was like, she, Damn, I'm glad you brought that. Yeah, he's part of the documentary. <laughs> yeah, she was really, really. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be 100. Because you, you paraphrasing. That's why I could tell. Like you really <clears throat> up here. Like you, I can tell you don't really get into. You paraphrase a lot. You I, get to what I you want to get into. I you do. Know? Now, I'm gonna give you the rule. I'm gonna give you. The you rule, got the flip. shield. You got a shield up. So I would like you to bring the shield down. Cause I really, that's something that stuck out to me when I watched. I said, because you know, know I have, I, you know, my grandmother rest in peace. The one that I'm talking about, she's dead, and I have family out there. I don't, I never want to put that out there to make them feel like I'm trying to expose them. 
You know what I'm saying? Respect. So, you know, that's that's what it is with my family. You know, I will get them calls like I have in the past. I'll put up something simple and they be like, why you said that? I love my family. You know what I mean? I love my mom. I love my pop. I'm a gangster, but they could, they could bend me. They could make me feel this little. You know what I mean? But you know, my father's dead now. But speaking on that, what you asked, my grandmother on my father's side, yeah, she was like kind of really strict on us. You know what I'm saying? She gave us allowance and all that, but... She was just like, it was just like we didn't want to be there for some reason. You know what I mean? Like, that's as far as I can remember back, you know? So, it's like, I remember, I remember us, like, we kind of, we kind of called, back back in the day, it was called BCW. They call it ACS today. It was yeah. called BCW. We kind of called them on ourselves because we didn't want to be there. Damn. They came and got us and took us to foster care. That's how it really happened. It, it wasn't like. Hold on, hold it, on, hold on. <laughs> Yeah, flip. Damn, word, Hogan. It's kind of like we didn't want. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm be honest with you. I was a, I was really young. You know what I mean? I got older brothers, older sisters, and it was just like, I remember us kind of making a conscious decision together. But it was, I was a kid. I'm like, okay, whatever y'all want, we gonna do it. Like, who got the worst beating out of y'all? Then, if that's the case, let's just get straight to it. Who got it the worst? Because it, it has to be. And it, she was giving y'all allowance. You got money. I'm pretty sure grandma was feeding y'all, so it had to do with being getting licks. Yo, grandma was this type of grandma. Like, like when people talk about grandmas like this, elbows on the table. No. Yeah, that's true. No, My like smacking you, too. like you know, no, like that's true. But she had the big ass brown belt, bro. This thick, bro. It was this thick, and then it get thinner like this. You know what belt I'm talking about, Flip? Uh -huh. I, do. <laughs> you know, I do. You know what belt? She like real talk. She had that type of belt. I mean, I just, I just, I don't remember too much. Who got the worst beating? I know we all got our ass whooped. Grandma wasn't no joke. Did you? Guys ever make amends with her later on in life? Or? Of course, of okay. course. I mean, she, my father died before she died, so like you know, even after he died, you know, she would come over there, come over to the house, you know, like, of course, you know what I'm saying, like, of course, I love my grandmother, you know what I mean. Looking back now, though, do you, you feel like if you if you had stayed there longer, you, would, would you turn out different? That's a good question. So that, that's a great question. Um, Damn. I feel like may, maybe, maybe not, because where 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 my grandmother's from is from um I don't know if y'all know where Skrilla Hill was at convent. Mm -hmm. That's how now you like Webster and on their family too, because that's where we really grew up at, and then moved to Castle in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. And um, that's that's crazy out there too. It's dangerous out there too in Harlem and that block. Like we would have grew up there. Mm -hmm. Who knows? I don't know. I, I know. I tell you this much: we probably still would have been grew up selling drugs. Probably still would have hit the streets. Either way, it's right. ten of us. Yeah. It's a lot of us. You know what I'm saying? Like. My father died early. Now, if my father went that past, a lot of stuff would have probably been different because we respected that man on a different level. Like, you know mm. what I'm saying? Him and my uncle Dana, they call him Fish. You know, that was that's not my real blood uncle. That's my um, that's my father's best friend. My father had no brothers, so he made brothers in the street. So his whole thing was, we're gonna I'm gonna have a lot of sons. He told us this. I wanna have a lot of sons, so y'all never have to go through what I went through. And you know, he died when I was 12 years old, but. He made his brothers in the streets. But him and my Uncle Dana, which is Fish, he's a legend in Harlem. If you ask about Fish in Harlem back in the day, niggas will tell you. You know what I'm saying? So, Your father was a get money dude? He was yeah. a get money dude. Hell, mm -hmm. He was a hustler. I mean, I remember coming in the crib. So we lived. We moved from Harlem. I was eight, nine years, nine years old, right? Eight years old. I remember coming to the crib in Harlem. So I got to be five, six, or seven at this time. I can't remember. Stacks of money on the table. Big stacks of money on the table. Me and my brother's going in the drawers. Like, come here, come on, come here. We used to be pulling up, opening the drawers. We see a, I remember holding a Mac 11, Tech 9s, all that. Too heavy for me to hold. Remember that. Put it yeah. back, nigga. Daddy come here, he gonna whip out. That nigga wouldn't play. That nigga will whip our ass. 
that nigga whipped my ass because I couldn't quote some Quran verses at one time. Like, you know what I'm saying? As a young kid. So that nigga didn't play. But yeah, my father was a get money nigga. He was in the streets. Always kept a job though, but he was a nigga in the streets. What made him, uh, <clears throat> so let me just forward it. Y'all call ACS on BCW, BCS, what's it? B BCW, yeah. BCW, we kind of like, like, like went through BCW. They, they came through, and Grandma was surprised, apparently, because she didn't know that they had to do the whole From what thing. I remember, yeah, she probably was surprised. And then they, they took y'all, they split y'all up. Down. Yeah, they split us up. So then Pops and Mom, how long you was in the system for until Mom and Pops got back together? How long you was in the system One year. For? We was in one year? Yeah. And Mom, so from like 90 yeah. to 91, we was like one year. Mm. And she cleaned up. She got cleaned up and everything, and came. Yeah, mom. Mom's got cleaned up. Shout out to mom. He 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 quit the streets. They came and got their kids. So like that right there, like I always think about that. Like you know, like they came. They my superheroes for that. Mm. They came and saved us wow. from foster care. Like I I don't know what the fuck I'd have been growing up in Brooklyn. And, you know what I mean? In a, in a foster home, that foster home treated us like shit. The the worst type of sneakers they bought us. They made, they had a lot. Yo, back then they was giving them a lot of money for foster kids. Mind you, it was me and three of my other brothers: my brother Dollar, my brother Reem, rest in peace, and my brother S One, who's locked up right now. Um, it was us four. My sister, she's the oldest. She went with a family, family member. My younger sister, Khadijah, went with a family member. The four boys, we went to we went to foster care. We went with some other family that we don't know them, and you know they treat us like shit. So, but we made friends in the block. You know what I mean? We we held it down. We was the first day we got there. I promise you, it probably was the second day. So they had she had the foster family had a family. Uh, um, the foster mom had a nephew or grandson. I forget his name was Calvin. Calvin was like, "Come on, y'all gotta come outside with me." Okay, we go outside with Calvin. Calvin like, "You gotta fight him. You gotta fight him." That oh, same wow. day, we all had to fight. We all had to fight, my nigga. Like, it was, that's my nigga. I, I ain't freestyling or nothing, my nigga. This shit bringing tears in my eyes right now because remember that shit like yesterday, my nigga. We all had to fight, my nigga. As kids, nigga, I was seven, eight years old. But we fought, them niggas respected us, and we became family with the building. 200 Putnam Avenue. I don't know where I sat in Brooklyn, but I'm sure somebody gonna be in the comments like, I remember them back in the days. You know what I'm saying? Her name was Mrs. Bingley. That was the force in the mom's name. Oh, yeah, I'm going to talk about it. Mrs. Bingley didn't treat us right. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, she didn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? As a grown man, I'm going to talk about it. She didn't treat us right. What do you mean she didn't treat you right? She was getting a lot of money, bro. Jay, we, we, we went to school dressed like bums, bro. We went to school dressed like bums. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, that force, that, you know what I mean? That shit. So when I see kids going through it and they in, like, ACS and they go through the system, I identify with them, like, all the way. Like, yo, I was there. Oh, damn, my nigga. I know how that shit feel. Right. That shit, that's just bringing back emotions, obviously, right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Why? She, she wasn't that's, hitting on y'all or none of that. She didn't hit on us or none of that. Like, it's just like, we we ate every day. We, You know what I mean? She wasn't hitting on us. I just feel like we wasn't, she didn't give us no attention. We wasn't treated right, bro. Like, I understand. We were dressing like bums. Like, literally, like, give us whatever, like, send them off. I'm pretty sure she was getting a lot of money from, from the system, and that money wasn't coming to us. So y'all didn't feel like y'all 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 like uh, didn't resent your parents while you guys were there for that year. You didn't no. feel like moms and pops didn't come get us. Like uh, no, not. they was trying. They were trying hard to get us. Like mm. moms and pops. Like so so we was when we was in the system. We used to go like the weekly visits or something like that. Mm. In the in the sense like they trying to get us back. 
So they was they was like once we went there, they like whatever they was going through in the streets, they had, they got back together. You know what I'm saying? So I like I told you, I got seven brothers and three sisters. There was a year that they broke up, that my mother had a um a daughter, it's my sister Kenya, and my father had a, a son, which is my brother Hakeem. We went through that system, they came back together. We moved to Castle Hill. They had uh, four more kids. That's why I got seven brothers, three sisters. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. my little brothers and sisters, they really Castle Hill babies. Like they don't know nothing about the past. Like yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But yeah, nah, nah. I was, my mom's a pasta. They was on it. As soon as we went through that system, they, I, I told you they my superheroes, man. So <clears throat> you you back now? You in the Bronx? Where does the uh, how is? When do you go outside? Like when are you outside? Are you? Exposed to any street life at a young age, or that came later on. Um, being that we're speaking on the streets, yeah, it came early on because my father died early on. So like, we moved to Castle Hill in 90, 91, I want to say. My father died in ninety six. Tell us I mean? about that because I, I sort of sorry to cut you off. I saw that uh, uh in the documentary. Uh, you said your father passed away, and your brother found him. You ain't want to go see him. You ain't want to get up. Can you tell us about that day? Can you bring, bring us back to that day, please? I remember that shit like it was yesterday, man. My father, um, so the day before my father died, my father took me with him to um see his doctor, went to pick up some medication, all that. Like I, he's like come with me, so I went with him. I remember it like yesterday, and I went to pick up medication with him, and we just went to different places, store to the store, and all that. I like I spent the whole day with him. You know, he comes back to the house and he's taking his pills and he's separating them. Um. You know, I found out later on that the doctor upped his dose of, um, my father had a problem with sleeping, you know what I mean? So he took sleeping pills. So they upped his dose of medication. And um, the next morning, you know, my brother, you know, he's, he's like screaming, yo, daddy on the floor, he's cold, he's cold. And I'm just like, I couldn't move, I'm in the living room. Mm. You know, I didn't want to see him like that. Like I walked a little bit and I, was seeing, I just walked back to the living room and I just remember just sitting there like, his face is blue, like, and my mother going crazy, and and, and my brother, they calling 911, and I just sat in the living room, and I just sat there. I didn't, you know, I didn't shed a tear right then and there, because my pops was like, yo, he always said, when I die, I don't cry. Like, he always said that shit, so I'm like, but but after that, I've been crying ever since, my nigga. Like, ever since. I probably think about him after we leave here and cry. Like, that was my big homie, man. What did he pass away from? They said, what was... Um, well, they they he had a he had an ulcer, a bleeding ulcer. If you know what that is, like a bleeding ulcer in his stomach. Is, yeah. He was dealing with that for years, and they try to blame it on that. You know what I'm saying? But you no, know, I say that I think he overdosed on the pills. They up. The, that's what I think, bro. Like mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I don't never trust the system and what they got to say. You know what I mean? I think they up they upped his dosage. He took he took probably too much, and um, he was he. It seems like he was trying to make it to the bathroom for some reason because he passed out right next to the bathroom, and he was just dead on the floor in my house. Mm. It's crazy. Rest in peace to your father. Thank you. Definitely. So that that happens, like you know, like I can't even imagine as a kid. You, you say you how, how old? Like twelve? You said twelve years old. At twelve. So at at twelve, like what, what do you do at a twelve year old? Like how do, how do you function? How do you go to school? How do you still? Play with your friends. How do you still, you know, like whatever? Like funny, you bring up school because I took like a week off from school, and they understood. And when I went back to school, I felt weird, like because you know, like back then, the whole school knew that, that, yeah. why I was missing because mm -hmm. his father just died. And this, it, I can't say I felt embarrassed. I just felt like 
Everybody know my father just died. So everybody knows. So I'm just like moving different. It was it was hard, bro. It was hard. That was my big homie. That was my mentor. That was the person who I trusted the most. That's the person who introduced me to hip hop. He's the reason why I rap now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, that was that was me. That was my twin. You know, out of, out of all my brothers and they could vouch for me. You know, my father renamed himself after me. My real name is Hassan. You know what I mean? I'm his fourth son, but when he had me, you know, he his name was Jerome Henderson. He renamed himself after me. And, you know, and that made me feel, he all, of course he loved us all, he was all his sons. That made me feel special in a way. I could say that, you know what I mean? And that's just my big homie. And, it, it, you know, he was, he was, he's still here with me, man, because even, I know we're going to get into this, but even when I was on trial, I had a dream with him and he came and helped me. And that's why I, I feel like I beat travel. I know we're going we to talk about that later. I know we're going to get into that. Fact, that's yeah. a fact. Like, don't rush things. Don't rush things. But thank you. That's touching, man. For real. Yeah. Rest in peace to your father. Wow. Um, <clears throat> father passes away. Then it's like no f male figure. So, I mean, you got the brothers. So, that's what opened you guys to the streets. Now, um, do you remember, like, what were you witnesses and what were you witnessing as a kid going outside? Like, I mean, Castle Hill was a tough neighborhood, though it is still. So you know, how yeah. how was it growing up over there, like hustling as far as stuff like that? Like, get into that real quick as far as the childhood when you went outside. Yo, you know it's so crazy because the reason why my parents said they picked Castle Hill, because they didn't want they could have picked something in Harlem. They're from Harlem, so they could have picked the projects. They nah, we're gonna go to the Bronx somewhere. So when they came and looked at the apartment. They thought it was a nice neighborhood. Maybe they walked through the neighborhood on a nice day. <laughs> I don't know what. But growing up in Castle Hill, get down. Don't look in the window. Every night, gunshots, my nigga. Every night. Bro, from Castle Hill. Like, you yo, every night, gunshots, man. Like, not a game out there. Castle Hill, what I witnessed, I witnessed a lot of violence, drug dealing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I became a product of my environment. I mean, my father died. I got my, I got two older brothers, you know what I'm saying? My brother Dollar, my brother Reem, you know, my cousin Medici and Sat, they in Harlem. They older, they older than us. So my cousin Sat is Medici brother. And my cousin Medici, you know, they already in Harlem doing their thing in the streets. You know what I mean? We in Castle Hill. My brother Reem is younger than Medici, then it's Dollar, then it's me. They start hitting the streets and it's just like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like this. My mother, like we moved to, we moved to Castle Hill. Like I told you, she had four more kids. You know what I mean? She had my brother Jimmy, she had Kenya, she had um my brother Bope, my brother Bill's Raw, and my brother Shasha. And then she had my, my sister Khadija, who was alive when we went to foster care, but she's young still. So she my mother had kids to take care of. So it's five older ones, five younger ones. You know what I'm saying? So we just ironically like just hit the streets, like, yo, bro, this is what we gotta do. Like, let moms do her thing. She gotta raise these kids. It was a no-brainer, bro. It's like it's like something that wasn't even thought about back then, bro. It's like I didn't even think, like, all right, mom's got to take care of these kids. We out here, you know what I'm saying? But I seen a lot out there, bro, in Castle Hill. Like, I seen a lot, bro. <laughs> you want to get into it? Like, you know, I mean, you know, you know, Castle Hill, early on in Castle Hill, bro, I started hustling when I was, like, 14 years old. You know what I mean? My building, my projects. You know, older dude tried to front on me. I stood my ground, like you know what I'm saying. Um, oh, it was an older dude in my hood. He he was like he was close to Pistol Pete. His name was Ant Hardy. And the reason why I'm saying his name because he became a snitch and a bitch ass nigga later on. You know what I mean? Some people names I'm not gonna mention. 
But you know what I mean? He he used to like try to front a lot. And he tried to front on me a lot because I was a young nigga coming up. But it's so crazy because my brother Dollar was fucking with him. But for some reason, I just think Ann Hardy didn't like me. You know what I mean? And then because I wasn't dealing with him. I was dealing with other people. And the niggas just tried to front on me. You know what I'm saying? And I would just held, held my ground. I'm like, this is my life. This is what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? My project. Yeah. What you mean trying to front on you? He pressed you? If he, he was cool he, with your brother? Yeah, he, I, he didn't care. He didn't care because he was like, he didn't care. He was like an older nigga who felt like the block should be his because he ran with Pistol Pete. You know what I mean? At this time, Pete was locked up. You know what I mean? So when I came when I came outside, Pete was already locked up. Which Pistol Pete, though? That terrorist moment. Sex, oh. money, murder, Pistol Pete. Hmm? Rolock? Peter Rolock. Rolock. Got you. Okay. I heard a lot about him, yeah. Peter Rolock. Yeah, so you know, that's that's my area, you know? Sex, mm-hmm. money, murder, Soundview, Section, Bronx. That's... You know what I mean? That's what we talking about right now. But, like, before, I wasn't sex, money, murder yet, though. I was just a young nigga in my hood. Right. You know what I mean? Just hustling and shit. And then that nigga, he, but he ran with them or he was an older dude. And that nigga used to try to front on me. You know what I'm saying? And I almost plugged his ass once. And niggas, my man D40, shout out to my man D40, stopped me. My brother Dollar stopped me. You know what I'm saying? I was young. I was like 16 years old. I was coming outside. I was out there. I was active. He put hands on you, dude. Nah, he. He tried to press me in the elevator. We going upstairs in the elevator, and he's like, he's like, yo, yo, you hustling out here? I'm like, yeah. Like, he just, like, put his, he was a big dude. He was, like, he was, like, your size, but imagine I'm a little 16-year-old. I'm scrawny. You know what I'm saying? He's bigger. So he's, like, trying to press up on me. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and then he had his, and he had somebody else, one of his mans, you know what I mean, rest in peace, try to front on me. It was like, yo, and downstairs try to fight me. I fought the nigga. Go get your gun. I said, okay. I went and got my gun. So I'm on front of the building with my gun. My brother Dollar's like, nigga, get out of here. My man D40's like, yo, come on, bro. Like, don't, nah, man. You're going to cause a lot of, you know, confusion. And we wound up dead in the situation because of, you know. Mutual parties. Mutual parties. But, yeah, it was it was rough coming up in the hood, man. It was rough. It, it wasn't like you can't just come outside and just sell drugs, nigga. You had to be somebody. You had to, you know. So he wanted you to cop from him in order to, 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 to work under him? I just think he just didn't, maybe, but he, he never said that. I just think he just didn't like who I was fucking with and hustling with. You know what I'm saying? Got it. Yeah, I just think he didn't like that. Like, he was just like, oh, you hustling over here now? Because we was, because he was in another building. I was hustling in my building. So when I started hustling in my building, nobody was really hustling there like that. He was in the building over, all the clientele was over there. He built that up. I'm not going to say he had a right to feel like that, but he been out there. He was an old hey, OG. I was a young nigga. Like, you know what I mean? It's my turn. You know how that shit go, Flip. Come on, bro. Uh, don't don't say, don't come on, bro, me. I'm just asking <laughs> questions. You know how that shit go, though. Don't come on, bro, me. Don't come on, bro, me. I'm just asking questions, man. <laughs> so, so, so that situation happened. What else close calls did you have with people? At a young age. I'm going to get to the older. At a young age. What else close calls did you have? Close calls that I had, I had uh, close calls meaning like what, like life threatening like, situations. Well, same situation, same similar stuff where somebody might have felt the way, or you might have felt the way about somebody. Yeah, there was there was a few times. There was another dude from the projects. I don't want to say his name. Respect. You know what I mean? He tried to front on me. Came in front of the building. You hustling out here, and um, and you know, rest in peace to my man Drace. I'm gonna say his name. That's my guy, Paul. Like he did, but the dude don't even know I got the gun on me. I got a gun on me. I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm like the same age around the same time. And he, I'm like, yeah, nigga, like, what's up? My man, Paul's right there, though. 
He's like, you bugging. He flipping on the other dude because Paul's cool. You bugging. This hook is He, yo, he holds us down. Like, you know, this is his shit. Like, it, but good thing Paul's telling him that because he don't even know. Like, I'm about to plug him. But he was family with, um, his brother was somebody in the hood too, though. Like, he was somebody who get busy. Got it. You know what I'm saying? But it, he fronting on me, though. I don't care. Like, he fronting on me right now. And, um, you know, Paul wound up dead in that situation right there. Me, me and son, he's like, y'all go talk on the side. Me and son talking on the side. And we both just, like, still conflicting. But at the end of the day, we like, ah, he like, ah, I respect you. Paul vouch for you. I'm like, nobody got to vouch for me, nigga. Like, this is my, this is my building. Like, 580 Castle. I just took a picture in front of my building on my Instagram. 580 Castle, that's my building. I held that shit down. Later on, we would take over the whole projects. We could get into that, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Yo, yo, but... When did, Sorry, when did you establish that that confidence in that you know what I'm saying like you owning that 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 building and that block and all like like at what like at what moment did you like all right I'm I'm good now? I, yo, bro, I can't. I you know I came outside, bro, and I was just like you know you know big up to my my um, my big bro Buzzin D. You know we call him Buzzin D. Goo. He you know he from Castle Hill, he from Webster Projects. Also, he's the nigga who brought me outside. You know what I mean? And he mm. when he brought me outside. He brought me outside on some like, yo, look, we gonna do us half and half. He ain't try to sun me. He ain't try to like, yo, take a pack me. You know what I mean? He ain't do mm. that to me. And um, that's how I came outside. And he was a nigga always known to, you know, have it on him. You know what I mean? And it was like, yo, this is what we gonna do. We gonna open up. And his family's from my building. You know what I mean? He's from he's from his building. You know what I mean? I know he all the way over there, but you know he's from the building. He's from actually a Spanish building. My project called the Biaco building. And the Biaco building always beef with my side. Mm. It's crazy, but you know, but D from that building, and he from but but his family's from my building. He's like, yo, we gonna hold it down here. So I gotta big him up because he gave me the confidence to be like, all right. You know, even though my brothers was outside already, but my brothers was older than me. They doing them. They don't want their little brothers. Any any older brother don't want their little brothers involved right. in the streets. But he's like, yo, we gonna hold it down here. All right, you know what I mean? I had access to. You know, to work to the hammers and all that, and be held it down. I was about, I was fourteen years old, bro. Mm. When the name Hocus Four Fifth came into play, Hocus, later, later on or right around this time? No, Hocus Four Fifth came into play a little later on. You know, they <laughs> why you laugh? <laughs> all right, Hocus came into play because there was this graffiti artist from my project, from his building again, Spanish, the Spanish building. Mm. So like back in the day, graffiti was big. Facts. You know, what I'm so it's this guy named. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a clout right now. All right, I'm gonna give him a little clout. Mm. There was a guy named Hocus who used to tag up everywhere, and um, and he was big on that graffiti shit, like one of the popular dudes. I don't know where these niggas get it from. My man Chucky and Lawrence, they thought they seen me tagging up Hocus. So them niggas, when I was like around the same age, like maybe 12, 13, 14, they used to be like, Hocus, what up? I'm like, why y'all calling me that? Nigga, we seen you write the shit on the wall. I'm like, bro, that wasn't me. But every day they calling me this shit, and people start calling me Hocus. So I'm like, all right, I'm Hocus. Mm. I just jacked the name. I was just like, ah, yeah, I'm Hocus. You know, so I, I will give him his props on that. Like, that nigga was, you know what I mean? But he's still a clown. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, he's a clown. I, I'll see him. I'm going to smack him because. Wait, what? No, because he. Cause he you, wait, hold on. Slow down. What's no flip? What's, he, what's, what's, up, what's up with the G? Hocus, man? What's up with the other Hocus? <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, G, because the nigga, the nigga went on Instagram, made a fake page. When I first came home. I'm the fake hocus and all this. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm the fake hocus. Bro, stop it, bro. Because you're not gangster, bro. Like, you know, I'm niggas from your mm. building is gangster, but you're not. Stop it. Like, 
You know what I mean? Like, snap a finger, your fucking head will come off, bro. Stop it, bro. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, so when you were, when you, when you guys were, when you were outside, you dropping pistols? Oh, when you was, uh, when, when you were outside and you guys were, and you were younger, um, he didn't talk to you about the name Hocus? He didn't feel no way as it? We ran into each other. I'm glad you asked that. We did. So I had a hat that said Hocus on it, right? So he sees me. He like, where you get that name from? I'm like, I ain't gonna lie. He tried, he tried to press me. I'm like, that's my name. What's up? Nah, that's my name. That's my name. Nah, but I'm saying no, like, he like, yo, I'm saying no. I bought a hat off you, though. I'm like, how much? He like, oh, nah, nah, nah. I mean, nah, you good, though. It ain't nothing. You good, though. All right, so we good. All right. It was like a, a like a little confrontation like that. We just split ways. I seen him again one time, like, walking down Castle Hill, and he tried to say something again. And at this time, it was a little more aggressive. Like, yo, I mean, what's up, though? Like, you know what I mean? He was with his people. I was with mom. Like, what's up, though? Do you keep talking about the name? Like, what's up? Nah, nah. So nothing never really transpired, but like, son's really not on my level. Like, not. Like, not. From his building. And if you want to turn the camera, ask him, he'll tell you. Mm. Son is not on my level. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but, but we can't say, does he put work in? Does he fight? You can't no. take the do graffiti. Flip. He do, he's a graffiti artist. Flip. So so what does that mean? Graffiti? I know some graffiti. That, that don't say that. So. <laughs> You want him to come see like so he's from trying, his building. What does that but, mean though? Wait, you do graffiti that you don't put work in. Come on, that's crazy. I'm not saying I'm not That's what you just stated. I'm not saying every graffiti artist don't he does graffiti. That's what he does. All right, but why but you, hold on, but he can't, if a nigga he if can't a nigga a does ballet, I'm gonna say a nigga do ballet. We know tough skateboarders. Is that okay? Yo, okay, I, okay, yo, yo, so, okay. So, all yo, right, now yo, I'm flip, if you. a nigga do ballet, I'm gonna say, come on, he does ballet. But he was he does graffiti. So if he, he was gangster, don't do gangster shit. So if he was gangster, then you, you let him have the name. I would let him have the name. If, if he was gangster, yeah. If he put in work, would you have conceded? Like I no. So <laughs> y'all would have just went at it. And something, yeah. <laughs> something with a what? Uh, yo, first stop it. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. Like I'm, I mean, I don't know. Like at but, the end of the day, I, my name Hocus Four Fifth, man. That's facts, no facts. Who knows him? But, but I make the name popular. Nigga, run with nigga. Be happy. But how come you said that? How do you know he made a fake page edition? Because that's what that's what that's what's confusing me. The page thing. Come on, Flip. Who else? Who? Who? This is the fake. It had to be him. This is the fake Hocus. He's not the real. Who? It had to be him. So he made a page saying you the fake hocus. I don't know. Years this later, my, this is my first came home. He probably thought I was going. Everybody thought I was going to get life. We get into that, nigga. Everybody thought it was over. Mm. And I came home. As soon as I came home, I got Instagram. Nigga took my bang bang boogie pictures. <laughs> made a fake page. This the fake. The fake hocus was the name or some shit like that. Like, and you think it was him? I know it was. It him. It couldn't have been a woman. I know it was him. We found out. Yeah, he sent him a message. Oh, he sent you a message. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, why haven't you gone and check him? Because you like you check, check him. I'm, I'm asking you. For, no, first of all, I don't know where that nigga at. That nigga don't live in Castle Hill no more. If he did, his. Oh, okay. If he did, his head, his head and his feet, he looked like a sandwich right now. <laughs> <laughs> but like, come on. Because I heard you approach people, so I'm saying, are we picking and choosing who we approach? No, right? you approach the, the gangsters and leave, and leave the soft ones alone. <laughs> I'm just asking you. He could, he could, he could. First of all, he couldn't have said that in my face. He couldn't have said that living in Castle Hill. He knows that. He knows that. He understands. Like, oh, he got the message. <laughs> he got the message. Wow, he got the message. The receipts are in. The he receipts the are in. He got the yeah. message. The receipts. You like, talk. I wish I could talk like that. 
But what happened? This is what happened, right? I gotta, I gotta give a little backstory, all right? So, I, I was up north, right? So I, I, I grew up with Pete and all of them, right? And I was yeah, there. Ever, right? I was there when it started, before there was blood and all that, right? And um, actually, they offered us our own set at one right. time, but we turned it down, right? Because we was like, that West Coast shit is, you know, we was New York for real, right? At the time. Right. So we didn't understand that. But anyway, um, so there was his younger generation from his side, right? No, no, you can't do that, bro. Yo, his yeah, younger... He could do that much in this thing. He oh. had that camera running for a long time. Yeah, no, yeah. I just put it on right now. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, so his younger generation from his side, his brothers and all that, you know, one of, one of his little homies got killed, right? Mm. And, and the nigga that did it was running in my building for, for safety. You understand? Right. So when I came home, um, I was home a couple of years actually, but the grandmothers and the older generation was calling me like, yo, please, man, could you squash this beef? Because they were coming, you know, there was beef. That's what I'm going to say, right? And, um, you know, my building was is well respected, you know. It, it's still respected off of shit we did in the 80s and 90s, right? But then it got tarnished because these little niggas wasn't holding it down. It was living off our shit, right? So they were calling us, and I reached out to him one day, and I was like, yo, son, you know, like, I, I need to get next to you. And he was like, all right, what's up? So we got next to each other. He came to my crib and we was in my backyard. We touched on it for like five minutes, right? And, and the conversation, he stood there for like eight hours and we got into this whole other stuff, but that's a later conversation. But the kid, Hocus, saw me riding with him. And a lot of niggas from my side was mad at me. Like, why you rocking with that nigga? That's the enemy, you know, that type of shit, right? Not knowing that I was really piecing it up, right? So the kid Hocus was like, yo, that nigga's the fake fucking Hocus. Yo, that nigga, uh, yo, that nigga's using my name, blah, blah, blah. I got the whole conversation right here. <clears throat> and I was like, yo, son, stop with that. Like, like I, the mentality is like, nigga, you were 80 years old. You a grandfather. Like, shut the fuck up already with that shit. Well, tell him how he's not like that, nigga. nigga. But he's not, though, bro. Y'all, you and your, him and his niggas like that. He's not one of them. He's not like that, bro. Graffiti? If you cross a nigga's name out, and, you know, I, I was there when hip-hop started, right? I remember marching to Bronx River and Bronx there, like, battling and all that. So I was there when it was starting. And <clears throat> that graffiti shit was for real, man. Like, you couldn't put a toy on a nigga's name. Like, you couldn't, you couldn't fuck with a nigga's name, right? Like, it was real beef with that shit. So I understand the, the culture, right? I understand the culture. Like, no, that's my name, nigga. So he was tagging up in his building. So whoever thought that it was him, so he just got the name. But it's like, you don't want to understand that. Like, be be mature about it. Is he built like that or not? No, that, thank you. That's what we got. That's he's so, not. So, so thank you. Thank you very much. I, he gave us a history lesson, and he got the message. He got the message up. I need that footage when you send it to me, please. Um, 4-5 came, what, around the same time? So 4-5 comes later on when I becomes a rapper. So like as I get older, I become a rapper. You know, I start falling in love with rappers like Cam Brown, Beanie Siegel, and I'm. And Beanie Siegel used to always be like Beanie Siegel, Desert Eagle, realest nigga alive. I mean, I'm I'm young, I'm in the hood, I'm doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? And I liked it that. So Beanie Siegel always said Beanie Siegel, Desert Eagle. I'm like, oh, I, I need to come up with something slick. Hope gets four fifth. I just started saying that all the time in my raps. So in the beginning of my raps, I'd be like, in my intro, like, oh yeah, uh. Hope gets four fifth. It rhymes. 
You know what I mean? That's where Hocus Four Fifth come from, the rapper. That's simple. That's facts. I'm I mean, trying, you know, I was, you know, I was doing my thing really though. Trying, but I'm just trying to think, man. Me, 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 growing up, I'm not, I'm not like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm a regular, just you know what I'm saying. If somebody else, if I had put G money on or something, if somebody came in they G money and <laughs> oh, they, they was like that, I then they're gonna take my name and I'm he's out of here. He's a bogarder though. Look, 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 look he's bogarder. That's what I'm look, saying. Look, so look look at they're probably happening to me then. Confident. Oh, you're not built like that. Eh, stop it. He's not. He's not. He's not. He still took his name though. You know, you can admit that. Yo, flip. I took it. I jacked it. I said I jacked it. I said, I, I, oh, he did. I, I'm, I'm giving him, I'm giving him his props right you now. Are, you my are. name came from like 50 Cent gave the real 50 Cent his props. My name came, my name came from a graffiti artist. Somebody thought I tagged it up and they started calling me it, and it became my name. I gave him his props. At the end of the day, yeah. niggas, my name now. I made it famous. <laughs> Bye. But did you disrespect him? Because why would he feel away years later if your guys rectified, not rectified, but that understanding? No, because he just, I guess he just felt like he he should be known as Hocus. Got because it. he, you know, what I'm I just think he felt like that. Like I'm Hocus because I tagged this up for years or names. You know what I'm saying? But sorry, this is me. I'm Hocus. Nobody knows you. So, no, <laughs> no, nobody knows you. Bye. Yo, so, bye. so, 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 so. Now let's move. Let's move forward. So, yeah, yeah G, yeah, G, Palmy. So, yeah. so, yeah. What, 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 what goes on next? Now we got the the, the Hocus name and all that. What, what, what's next? What's next? He's um, outside. Remember the two guys outside. pressed him. Two guys pressed him. Elevator, elevator, and then and then yeah, another Hardy, was, you, AKA Hardy. Pearl, which he was, you know, he was a, he was one of the original members of Sex Money Murder, and he ended up turning into a, 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 a snitch. He ended up turning into a snitch, right? Mm. Okay, now told on everybody. All right, that 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 was later on though, right? That's not close to yeah, that's later on. Okay, so now your brothers is outside, right? And you're outside, like 16, 17 years old. Yeah, are you mm. in school at all? Um. I was in school. Um, I I dropped out of school like about sixteen years old. Like when I went to Stevenson High School, you know, I, I like I just like Stevenson High School was too much freedom. My father died when I was fourteen. That was like when I was like seventh grade. I graduated junior high school. Go to high school, too much freedom. I didn't really go to high school. First year I just didn't go. The second year I was like I'm just gonna take the GED. So I take a GED, and I passed my GED with a fucking with a junior high school knowledge. Like you know what I mean? I just passed it. And um and then I, I did go to college. You know what I'm saying? I went to college. And when I went to college, I came back because when I was in college, right? So I'm I'm 17 years old in college. And and I'm blood though. I'm banging. I'm sex money murder at this time. Now I mean we kind of skipping a little bit, but I don't want to skip. All right. Yeah, so, so let's go so back then, to, so let's, let's go back then. Yeah. When did the whole sex money murder uh come into play? Okay. So 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 um we want to know the history of how that started. How does sex money what do you know about how sex money murder started? Because I heard about I heard about Pistol Pete, right? Yeah. And um, how did the whole Sex Money Murder started? Well, Sex Money Murder started as a crew, you know, of uh, you know of of people from the neighborhood, from Castle Hill and Sanford. You know, they they was a they was a clique, you know, before they was blood. Um, you know, my big homies, my big bros, it was a crew. You know what I mean, you had, that's how it started. <laughs> Why did they start? Like, what was the reason for starting it though? I mean, I I can't tell you the, I can't tell you the reason exactly why I don't want to talk for them mm, and say it. why they started it. You know what I mean? But it was they you know Pistol Pistol Pete was like he was somebody who was like so he was popular. You know what I mean? Somebody everybody like and gravitate towards. He had respect within within all the neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? And niggas loved him everywhere. So you know, what'd you say, Dave? Oh my bad. 
But yeah, so like, you know, they came together from between Castle Hill Soundview and they started Sex Money Murder. Started with 13 members. You know what I'm saying? Like I, like I said earlier, you want to come over here and sit down and talk? <laughs> That's his era too. You know what I'm saying? Like, but he just he's he he from the Biaco building. He's from he he's 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 you know. He could, if, you, he could, if you want him to, you can sit right there. No, no, I don't want to take the shot. I'd be glad. Do your thing. Yeah. But if you need me to interject, I could like put a little cheat. I don't know how it said. It said it, said it started in '93. It said the UBN sanctioned it, so I guess you know. No, 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 no. no. Okay, so so the history no, 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 is wrong. No, no, no. Sex Money Murder, that's how the blood set started. Yeah. That, you know, Sex Money Murder was a click before it was blood. That's what I'm saying. Got it, okay. Right OG Mac. OG yeah. Mac and, and then, I don't want to know the details because I wasn't there personally, but, you know, he got his own set. Yeah, so, so Sex Money Murder was a click before it was blood. So when you ask me how Sex Money Murder started, I'm telling you, like, it was a bunch of dudes in my, from my neighborhood. It was it was 13 members officially who started Sex Money Murder. Got you. You know what I mean? From Castle Hill to Sound. Got you. So all right, so that's a, and then and then when when Pete got locked up, and then him and oh, I guess OG Mac or whatever whatever they met or whatever it became a blood set in prison. Right, it became a blood set. You know, like he they they was feeling Pete vibe. Pete like you know I'm not I'm not, I'd do it only if I could bring my family home. Okay, so then how did you Charlie? You know how did you? I'm saying what made you join? The, yeah, me murder. I mean you know as far as me I go like you know my you know like. It's from my neighborhood. It was a, it was already a click from my neighborhood. It was a set in my neighborhood, and 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 by the time I became on um, blood, it was just like everybody was becoming blood. It was five nine brands. It was nine trades. It was G. It was GKB. It was Valentine's. You know what I mean? It was a whole lot of blood sets, and I was just like, yo, only way I would become blood is if it was Sex Money Murder because it was from my neighborhood. You know what I mean? And when it got sanctioned like that, you know, my big bros who was who was. The, some of the originators, you know, shout out to BMO, free BMO, that's my big bro. He on his way home, got a reversal. Shout out to my big bro, you know, he had 50 years of life, but, you know, he got a reversal on that. He's Pete right hand man, he one of the originators of that. You know, but he on positive time right now, just to put that out there. He ain't, you know, he done wrote a few books while he was in there. You know, he just, you know, he on some different type of time. But, you know, that was my big bro. Like, I already was affiliated with him. Without being sex money murder, like already messing with him in, in the streets, and you know it was just like, like I'm second generation for real, like right up under them. It's like, yeah, this is a click in my neighborhood. Why not? You know, what I mean, I'm already in the streets. We already running around doing what we do. Why not? Yeah, all right, let's do this. You know what I mean, that's that's how I joined Sex Money Murder. It was just like a, it was like a no brainer for me, because it was a, a gang and from my neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I was looking for protection. I was looking for this. A lot of my bros who, a lot of my bros was already blood. But when Sex Money Murder came, everybody switched to Sex Money Murder. And I was like, niggas my age. And they was already blood. They switched to Sex Money Murder. And I'm like, they like, Hope, this is what we doing. What's up? Yeah, let's do this. These are my peers. You know what I'm saying? They were actresses, actors, Diddy. Oh, you know, they was they was they was like really in the lifestyle and the industry and all that. So, you know, and they, and they were getting a lot of money. You know, Pete Pete was coming through with 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 the year ahead. V, you know, cars and stuff, and you know, um, 
So so it was attractive, man. You know, coming from the slums, little niggas like, you know, them coming up and watching that, you know, yeah, and the respect, right. the power, you know, the women that's around. Like that's that that was attractive. Like, like I think we was kids, bro. We was 14, 15, 16, 17 years old. Like we kids, like and and we seeing like these niggas come they got the like he said, these niggas Pete with Tyra Banks, um, Tyson Bedford, like you know what I'm saying? Like the twins from my projects, they bring, you know, we have, we we got, the, they got the Rucker, but in Castle Hill projects, everybody from the Rucker used to come there because of them. Like we, we got celebrities pulling up. Like we wanted to be like these people. You know what I'm saying? We, we glorified it. What, what, what was his, what was your role in, in, in all this? Like you were part of that? Well, Pete, we used to fuck with Pete. So um, I don't like to talk about stuff because he's not here and he's not able to say stuff, okay. right? But I'm going to speak about what we did and what I was a part of, okay? So Pete, Pete had beef in, in, in Soundview and in, in Monroe with a couple of people at the time. And a lot of people didn't want to fuck with Pete, right? Because he was hot, so to speak, right? This is before he blew. Um, so my brother, you know, my Bayako brother Al used to hit Pete. You know, he was the only nigga that said, fuck that, you know, we're gonna hit Pete. So how we got cool with Pete, Pete and my man Bunka had a fight in school, right? And, and my other brother, Scotty Moe, broke it up and then they became cool, right? And they started like really running together and stuff. So we, used to, my man Al was hitting Pete with work and then Pete went out, out of town. Now Pete went out of town and I don't know, I'm not gonna get into details because I wasn't there, but Pete blew up when he went out of town, right? So when Pete came back, you know, that situation happened. So, you know, we were, we were, we, we were there, you know, making money together. That's what we were doing in the beginning. But when Pete blew up, Pete used to always tell us, yo, you gotta come out here, yo, you gotta come out here. But every one of us that went out of town got killed. So we was like, nah, we're not gonna do that, you know? But, so that's how we, that's how we were connected into that. Got it. Cause his, cause his, like, like I said, his, his, his building is like on the other side of the projects. They called the Biaco building. You know what I mean? We my my side of projects called the back side. So like Pete, Pete like the twins is from my side. They from the back side. You know what I mean? And they those was those was Pete right hand. The twins. You know what I'm saying? And like, but the back side was beefing with his building. But some of his niggas fuck with Pete. It's like it's it's. You know what I'm saying? Like he's saying. So it's it was it was crazy. Wait, hold on. Where is he now? Who? Pete. Pete's in Fed, Colorado, man. He in Colorado, right? Anybody, anybody speak to him? His family. Okay, keep it like that. His, yeah, his mother, his son. Okay, I just something just came to mind. I thought I mixed up some two people because. All right. Who am I talking about? Something happened with a guy. Who was the guy that escaped? When he got when, when the police shot up the apartment a lot. That's Larry Davis. Yeah, he got killed in jail. Yeah, he got killed in jail. Yeah, he got yeah. stabbed in the leg. Yeah. yeah, okay. My mind just no. Pete, me Pistol Pete is in Colorado. He's in Colorado. Okay, okay. In, okay. A, in well, a facility uh, yeah. right now, you know, twenty three and one locked in. Like Pete got the worst deal out of anybody you could think of. He got like he got the worst deal than mall bosses, bro. Like they not letting him out of the Colorado, bro. They not letting him out of lockdown. Like, you know, even Supreme is out of that. You know what I mean? My man, shout out to SC, with just with Supreme. Supreme. He calls he calls him all the time. Like, bro, like, why is this man still in 23 and 1 lockdown? He copped out to that. You know, because Pete was like, they locked up his mother. You know what I mean? Because it's like, 
you know, if, you know, if flip, you like your hair, you go give my mother some money. The feds used that and said that was furtherance of a conspiracy because I guess whoever gave her the money lied and said that. And um, they locked up his mother for that. And Pete just took whatever. Like, I take everything. Let my mother go home. Yeah. Mm. Let his mother go home. And part of his deal he copped out to, which is like unconstitutional, which is, you know, the family's fighting for right now, is that he stayed inside of Colorado 23 and 1 lockdown. He's been in there longer than anybody you could think of, bro. Anybody. Like, he's, he, he, like, so some people go in there that Colorado, maybe like locked down 23 and 1. They'll get out after a few years. Gotti, everybody, bro. He's still in there. You know what I mean? He's still, that's unconstitutional, man. And that need that issue need to be raised, man. Pete need to be in population. He hasn't been popular yet. He's not in population, bro. And every time he makes it like a little bit above that, A&E, Discovery Channel, or drop a documentary, oh, too much influence. Put him right back in that shit, bro. This is real facts. But he he no. But we talking about trying to get him out of that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We need no, to bring. This is good. This is you know good. you know why we need to bring some awareness to it so we could try to help him get out of that yeah, yeah, ADX yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, that's not humane for, especially in this era right now where we where we talking about you know black people when we talking about injustices in the system. You know, that, that needs to be brought up right now. That, yeah. that man needs to get. He needs to be in population around some people, man. He's been there 24, 25, 26 years, something like that. Inside of, you know, 23 and 1, you know, everything is monitored. Family got to read a letter through through the screen. It just, it's just ridiculous, man. That's no that's no rights for a human being. You know what I'm saying? And if you ain't giving that to everybody, I understand y'all painting him as this monster, but if you ain't doing that to everybody, you sh it shouldn't be done to him. Yeah, they can't pick and choose, man. That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? They yeah. picking and choosing right there when it comes to Pistol Pete. So, you know, it's always free Pete, but, you know, whether they do that or not, at least... Free him from that ADS Colorado shit. Put him in population. Let him let him mingle with some people. Let him get around some human beings, man. And talk and you know, share some ideas. Let him share some thoughts. You joined Sex Money Murder in the town or No, in the town. seventeen years old, the year two thousand. Got you. Got you. Got you. Was there any initiation you had to go through? Um not really. My initiation was just more or less like I, I don't like the big homies. It was, it was just like they already knew who I was, what I was about, what I was doing. Um, you know, my brother Dollar was already there, and it's just like so. It, it wasn't no like I had to do anything more. Got you. You feel me? No. When did the um? When did you first get locked up the first time? Ever in my life? Yeah. That same year, I joined Sex Money Murder. I was 17 years old. Um, I was 17 years old, and I, I got told I got my GD. I went to college, and somebody pulled the gun out on somebody in college. It was a, it was, it was like a, it was Bloods and Crips up there. It was Sony Mooresville, like six hours away, and um, and I heard that a, a Crip pulled the gun out on a Blood. I'm like, oh shit, Bloods and Crips up here too. I'm going back home to get my gun. That's what I did. I, I drove back down home. Got my gun, but my dumb ass, instead of just like chilling in the house all night, it was like Halloween weekend or something like that. I'm chilling with all the homies. We outside. I wound up getting caught with the gun. You know what I mean? That's the first time I ever been locked up. You know, I went to Rikers Island. I was 17 years old. Mm. 
How much? But they gave you YO, a youthful offender. I got a YO youthful offender for that. I was on Rikers Island for a couple weeks, maybe a month or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, got built my brother Dollar. Shout out to my brother Dolly. Bailed me out. I got a YO youthful offender. Came home. You know what I mean? I had the option. They put me on probation, fire probation. My probation officer asked me, "Do you want to go back up there to college?" I, you know, I was just like, "Yeah, I, I don't know. I chose the streets, bro. Like it sounds stupid." Right now, I did though. I really said, "Nah, I'm good. I'm staying in the hood." What made you go in the first place to college? Because high, high school, you kind of you say you was in and out. You didn't really go. Then you stopped. Yo, I don't know, bro. Like, like I told you, my pops was like a big influence in my life, and I felt like that's what he wanted. And um, I had the opportunity to, you know, what I mean, financial aid and all that, paying for the shit. Mm. And I was just like, I signed up for the shit, and they accepted me. I was surprised. I'm like, oh shit. And I just went, bro. I'm like, yo, I'm going to college. I was the first person in my family to go to college. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I fucked it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yo, it is what it is. I'm just keeping it real. I went out there, but I came back right back to the streets. What, what were your brothers doing outside? Like, they were in the streets too? They were, in, were they in any gang as well? My, uh, well, my brother Reem was just like, nah, he wasn't in no gang. You know what I mean? My brother S1, he was younger than us. He wasn't. Just me and my brother Dollar, he was affiliated. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's I, documented, so I'm still about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see, I see. I got, I know, I, I got, don't worry, I'm gonna get at you. I got it right here. Yeah, <clears throat> all right. Bring us to okay. You, st- you still chose the streets, you home after you got you know caught with the let's let's talk about the start of um the empire that was built as far as us, as far as yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all, us. I could say, all right, let's, so let, whatever you can say. All right, put it like this. The year, let's say, let's bring it to the year 2000 and 2001. So around the time 2000 and 2001 is where the, all the big homies from my block started going to jail, right? So we out there, we sex money murder. It's a bunch of us who was my peers, my age. All the big homies that's our age, feds came and snatched all of them. Putting up stickers in the hood. Such and such got 50 years, don't be next. This person got this much years, don't be next. Like, they literally came and put these stickers up in the hood. Pistol Pete got this much years. BMO got this. Everybody. And um, we kind of, they left us and we kind of inherit niggas' beefs. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that, that, that started us, like, as young kids, bro. We kids at this age and we had to hold it down. You know what I'm saying? And we held, and we did that. We held down the projects. You know, and I'm not going to say it was just, it it was me, my brothers, and a few other real rights who was like, you know, we outside. You know what I'm saying? We kind of, we took over the projects. And, and, you know, it was kind of easy because everybody respected us. It wasn't like, and we showed love. You know what I mean? But we had to do what we had to do if if we had to make an example. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes, mm. yeah, I'm gonna talk. You can talk about that. Yes, I, yeah, and I, I, but I wasn't. So that song, I put out a song called "You Ain't the OG," right? Well, yeah. So this is 2006, though. This is late on. Yeah, we, we, let's right, not we're not there it. yet. We're not there yet. Mm. Yeah, let's not rush it. Um, <clears throat> so when did the King of Castle Hill organization start? So, because they said your brother, they your brother, they your brother was the head of that. Alright, so they lied. Let me tell you why they lied. Hmm? So Kings of the Castle was a rap group. So Kings of the Castle was started by my man Remo the Rap Star, um, Ty Skrilla, 
you know, my man One Man Gang, my brother S1, and they came and got me later on. You know what I mean? I was like the street piece that they put together to make everybody fuck with it. So it was it was just a rap group. Like, that was like 2003. You know, they was rapping and shit. So, like, I was going in and out of town getting money. I was upstate Monticello getting money. I was going to, um, not Baltimore, Hackerstown, Maryland getting money. Cumberland getting money. But I would always still rap, you know what I mean? So when I come back to the hood, my man Ty Skrill, like, Hope, you need to get down with us. We starting this rap group or whatever. You know, them niggas rapping. They they make up they made up CDs, they selling them in the hood. I'm like, damn, this shit is really moving and buzzing. I started fucking with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, and when I got down with it, the streets got down with it because I'm the streets. I'm 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 the gang, you know what I mean? Like, so the whole hood started fucking with it. Now, th for them to turn it into an organization. They just use that to make it, to give the, like, to try to paint a picture. Like, the DA used that to paint a picture. The Kings of the Castle was a rap group, bro. Literally. Not me freestyling you. Like, if it was a gang, it was no gang. It was five members. Me, Ty Skrilla, Remo the Rap Star, One Man Gang, and my brother S1. Everybody in the hood was King of the Castle, but there was no, like, there was no foul business in that. I'm going to say something I never said nowhere else. When we started King of the Castle... I, I had a friend who had a um a mother had passed from a um from a, um medical malpractice. And he and, and he had got like a couple million and and he wanted to invest his money. And I was talking to him, you know what I'm saying? We young kids at this age though. Like, I mean, I'm not a young kid, I'm like 20, 21 years old. You know what I'm saying? We young. And he, I'm like, yo, look, we saw in his rap, we wanna invest in this? And he like, sure. Like the nigga gave us hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Like I didn't, we didn't, I, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 yo, bro. Come on, man. Stop. It's a lot of money, bro. Yo, bro. Niggas don't even, a lot of people don't even know that. You know what I'm saying? Like the nigga gave us $120,000. Like, yo, I'm going to invest y'all. I'm going to help y'all. You know what I mean? So King of the Castle, you know, a lot of, we, you know, we had chains. We did the regular shit. You know what I mean? We had shirts. We did our videos. We was making our buzz and all that. You know what I mean? But what happened with King of the Castle when we talk about why I broke up, you know what I mean, all that? No, I want to talk about what happened when four people got shot. Because of you. Because of you, damn. Because <laughs> of you. I want you to, yeah, 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 it's documented. All right, so. so I, want, I, I want you to tell me what happened. Why? All right, so so you want to get to the case. So you want to skip a lot, because the case, that case was in 2008. Well, so you want to skip Bang Bang Boogie and all that. You want to get to No, the I don't want to skip it. Oh, so mm. that, that was, because I thought that they were investigating y'all and they took that from they say They say they go back five years, but that, that, okay. that happened in 2007. I don't want to get to that. No, 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 okay. no. Well, keep that in mind. Right. I want to know, you know. Keep that in mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. You thought, you thought. So, all right, so let me, let, me, let me get to the end of King of Castle. So, King of the Castle was short lived because Eagles got involved. Um, Who's ego? Honestly, be honest. Stop paraphrasing. All of our all of our egos got brother involved. Brother two, your brother. Yeah, hell yeah. S one was like S one was on his bullshit. My, yo, look, <laughs> yo, you know, shout out to everybody. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep it all the way, bro. Shout out to everybody, right? Remo, Remo, no. Shout out to Remo, rap star, but he know what it is. Remo presented contracts in front of us that was like that was a regular deal. It was like seven album contracts. When nigga, I'm the nigga who got the money. You know what I'm saying? S1, S1 was like the nah Jay-Z if I ever, bro. Like, if y'all ever really go listen to this nigga music flip, you'll go back and be like, nah, that nigga ain't spitting that shit back then. But he was different. My little brother was different, bro. Like, 
he was super talented. Everybody could vouch for that in the whole area. Nigga, he battled Corey Guns back in the day. Corey, just ask Corey. Just ask him. Just ask Corey. That's ask, Corey's my brother. Ask Corey. Just and no, no we not. Don't get my. You're not getting my opinion right now. Just ask Corey. Look, I know Flip going. Right. He want me to say something. You know what I'm gonna talk about with Corey. Don't. That's my guy. But look, I know, I know. Look, I know. yo, he, yo, S1 was ask. Yo, Flip is crazy. You know what I'm talking. If you think, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was gonna ask you that too. You know what I'm talking about. I gotta be respectful. You know what I'm talking about. Tain the Corey. All right, we go jail. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. He got you caught on? Huh? Did you get huh? huh? Did you catch up? Yeah, I caught yeah. on. I caught on. Uh, okay, okay, okay. All right. So you know, at the end of the day, S one, yeah, S one was he was that nigga, bro, and it was just like. You know, Ty Skrillin, one man gang, but we niggas wasn't just filling those contracts. And that's when the splits happened with KOC. It was just like, yo, nah, man, like and and I was trying to keep it together. So when that happened, I'm like one foot in, one foot out. I'm like, hey, all right, this shit ain't working. I'm right back in the streets. Long story short, I wanted to catch the gun charge because I wound up having a shootout in the projects. I won't really call it a shootout. So nigga shot in the air. I started dumping at him, he ran. And, you know, I was caught on camera. You know, I chased him in his building and all that. Caught on camera. It's documented. I could talk about this. This even came out on my new trial. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, that's my only felony I got. You know what I mean? That I got convicted for. But, you know, I had a shootout with somebody. I got, you know, I, I wound up getting locked up. Now, when I lock, I get locked up, I'm like the glue. Niggas flip out on Remoto Rap Star. You know, I guess hands and feet was put on people. And um, it's just like it, KOC broke up. Now, I come home. I do a year in jail in Rikers Island, 2006. I'm doing, I, I, I'm doing, no, S1 is doing his thing. I ain't gonna lie. S1 is on mixtapes. He running around with my man Red Child. He running around with a nigga named Crybaby. You probably know who Crybaby is. He's an old school nigga that was with Haitian Jack and him back in the day. Mm -hmm. S1 was doing his thing. I ain't my bro. All right, all right, cool, cool. Boom. I'm supporting S1. But then I started rapping, doing my thing again too. And I'm building up a buzz in my neighborhood. But S1 was fucking with P.O. But, P, you know, like, P.O., that's what introduced me to P.O., but me and P.O. click like this. You know what I'm saying? So, because me and P.O., we we got a lot of similarities together. Like, that's one of the nigga who don't drink, who don't smoke. He, like, just, just fuck bitches and just smoke his cigarettes and just do him. You know what I mean? But me and P.O., we like to, we, I don't know, we just click. You know what I'm saying? And um, me and P.O., we just, we just, uh, you know, I'm doing my, my rap music or whatever, whatever, whatever. And, and at one point, I was even like, Yo, I'm about to just stop this shit, whatever, whatever. And then this bug out over here. That's why I love him. That's why he here, Geo. Like, nigga, you better not stop, nigga. What? You crazy? Nigga, you got a buzz right now? Like, this is a local buzz, though. Niggas, fuck with your shit, ho. He's shooting all my videos. And me and P.O. had this conversation in the car in front of the liquor store. And he's like, yo, we need a movement to bring back the Bronx, bro. And I'm like, you right. What we gonna do? We drink the Henny. He's like, yo, we need a name for it. I'm like, all right, you're right. So let's go. We brainstormed. We in the car. He was like, yo, bro, I got it. I got it, bro. Bang, bang, boogie. I'm like, that shit gay, nigga. Hell no. That shit trash. He's like, bro, think about it. Up jump the boogie, the bang, bang. I'm like, so I started thinking like, bang, bang, boogie, BX, bang, bang, boogie. I'm like, all right, you know what? I kind of like that. And then, um, you know, to make a long story short, we invited uh this this one we really just working on my project and, and you know and we wanted to start a movement. We invited Cuban Link to the studio, 
mics on. I told S1 to pull up and um, Lord Tariq, and that's when we came out the first track of Bang Bang Boogie. And on that track, be this Fat Joe. You know what I'm saying? And um, six months later, from Bang Bang Boogie, we get locked up. Now, but while we was doing, but when we was doing Bang Bang Boogie, we were, you know, 50 Cent, you know, he co-signed us, you know what I mean? Tony Yeo, they were fucking with us hard. Mm. And this one, this is 50, was bigger than Worldstar. And Worldstar, Worldstar used to snatch our videos, right, Gio? Everything off his page. Everything. They just steal all, all of our videos. They steal. I can't get Worldstar for nothing right now, but that's another story. Worldstar right now is like this. Give me money. Niggas help build y'all, but y'all use our, our fucking... But yeah, but back, that was that was so 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 flip. Now I'm in like 06, 07, 08. You know what I mean? So mm, hold on, stop. Yo, so, yo. Stop. stop, stop, stop. What made you this fat Joe though? Yeah, good job. But hold on, hold that. <laughs> what made you stop? First and foremost, you're not that fast, but I'm faster. You ain't gonna speed pass anything. I'm not. See, I'm not speed passing. You did. You did. You, did. you went to. Good. You went to the. Uh, you wanted to go to the shooting, but that, but but you gotta understand. I don't want to go to the shooting. Yet. I was charged in 2008 after Bang Bang Boogie. That's why I went there. No, I want to talk about Bang Bang Boogie. This is what I'm talking about. Okay. First and foremost, Remo the rap, rap star, right? You know Remo? No, I All just right. saw him. I just googled him. The contract that he that he that he posted would make him what in control of you guys. Yeah. Okay. You guys didn't like that, and then. Somebody put hands and feet on him or, or on his people. Did he get touched as well? I just want to be clear. I I, I was locked up. Remember, I told you I was locked you up. You said that fact. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be 100. Honest. I really don't remember. I just know that. I I'm gonna tell, I'm, no. I'm gonna say this. I, when I was locked up, I called home. Nigga said, "Yo, niggas popped on Remo and Watson. Watson's a basketball tournament." Nigga said, "Niggas okay. popped on Remo and Watson." People from that same group. You talking about your group? One of the members from the group that you guys all were part of. It's just the hood. Castle Hill, that's my hood. Oh, so the hood got upset. Okay. Yeah, the so, hood got upset. Yeah. Okay, of course they did, because you guys are powerful. Yeah, it, it wasn't even nigga from the group. It was like a, it was somebody else that was got it, like got it. But pertaining to that contract. Pertaining contract. pertaining to all that. Like it was just everything in totality. I hope locked up. Niggas ain't like the contract. What is this nigga doing here? Yo, bro. I yeah, I don't know how it went down. You know what I'm saying? You can just imagine. <laughs> so, so so then you, you you move forward. Um you 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 in the car, you guys bang bang boogie, you invite everybody to the studio, yeah. To the studio and then G Money asks the question. Yeah, I wanna know like where the whole fat Joe just come from, man. Because we asked Cuban Link the same thing. And what what we heard, what I heard from before is that, you know, people uh, what I took from it is that people felt the way because they felt that fat Joe should have shown some artist love. But I feel like that's nonsense. Please don't hit that camera, man. You're a cameraman. Um <laughs> I, I I think that's nonsense, personally. And I would like to get your opinion and anybody's opinion. I just feel like nobody's owed anything, right? That's how I look at it. Um, no one is owed anything. But when I spoke to Cuban Link, he had a different perspective. Did you always look at it like that in your life? No. Mm. I didn't. Now, as a grown man, I, you know, you're right, you're right. So I'm going to answer your question as young Hulk and as older Hulk. All right? <laughs> okay, answer my question as, as young Hulk. And then because... Now, remember, when you're inviting, see, okay, so this is all, if you look at it, it's always a chess move as well, and I'll tell you why. Now, when you invite CL there, you know he already had his issue with Fat Joe, right? So then, when 50 got in his issue with Fat Joe, this is what- That's exactly what happened. It made was, him, it was at the same time. Made him shout out Bang Bang Boogie, exactly. you know what I mean? So, we know how it goes. It's a big chess move. Queens niggas, you know, 
But it wasn't it wasn't a chess move on I'll be had fifty made the chess move. Fifty, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Slick, slick, yeah, 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 Queens. Yeah. It was, but I. I but 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 let me say this though. I, all right, let me, let me speak for myself. I didn't expect Fifty Cent to fucking co-sign us. I didn't. I didn't. So know. you trying to say what? You trying to say you y'all niggas put the chest move to make Fifty shot you out, nigga? No. That's what we talk but about, that's nigga. That's what I say. No, no. Rest in peace, Po. Rest in peace, Po. Po was like this. Fat Joe. It's not helping niggas in the Bronx. No, That's he, how he, he felt. An interview on, Cuban on DVD was called. Cuban was called because yeah. of that. Yeah, That's why yeah. Cuban was on the track. So that's the, that's the Lord Tariq, for me, played himself. This is my answer. By getting on it. This is me. I don't care what he's saying. He played himself because they already had the 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 the, the, the cross Bronx record with um Pun and Fat Joe on the Lord Tariq and, and Peter, Peter Gunn's album. Yes. So I felt like Tariq shouldn't have did nothing like what he did. P.O. called him in and he came in on the track. This nigga, I'm not gonna say his name, said I don't wanna get on the track because I'm not, I don't have no problem with Joe, where we was recording shit at. Hey, we so there was other people that could have been involved that said no, that? Joe is not a problem. He said that on the show, he said that we interviewed him. Who that? Who said that? Mice said that? Right. So, 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 if I'm saying something that Mice said, I didn't hear that interview. I'm telling you what happened. No, Mice said somebody didn't want to go to the record. Right. Hold on. You don't have to look for his name. Don't worry about it. No, nigga, don't tell me what to look for, nigga. Don't tell me what to look for, nigga. But I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. That's not a secret, though. We could say that, though. That's not a secret. Because my son said that somebody was, was it, reluctant. No, was, that was that was Peter Guns. He was like, no, that's not a secret, bro. Pete, that's Unk. That's that's my Unk right there, man. Pete was like, in, and I feel him. Pete was like, I ain't got no problem with Joe. I'm not getting on that. And I respect it. Like I said, Old Hope definitely respect that. Like, he, he was right of not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Pete ain't got no, he ain't had no soul. Wasn't somebody mad at, wasn't somebody mad at him for not getting on the record? Maybe. I don't. I, that's what that, that's maybe. what Mike was saying. Like like he didn't want to because. But my thing is that. So let's let's talk about. Let's go back to the question. Right. Ahead, because you know why we just fat Joe. Why do let's talk about young Hocus and young everybody? Why you guys feel like is it because of pun? Why do you guys feel like no. that Fat Joe has to do something for younger artists as a young guy? I let me let me be one hundred percent transparent. As a young as a young nigga coming up in the hood. A lot of times, music is our only escape, and we was grinding, we was doing our thing. A lot of these niggas don't be wanting to do nothing to help nobody. So, like, mm. I don't, I, even then, I didn't feel like Fat Joe owed me anything. Honestly, honestly, um, P, like I told you, P.O. was my man. That That's that's my brother. P.O. felt the way, I don't know what the, his relationship was with um whoever. He's older than me, though. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm You know, P.O. is my big bro. You know what I'm trying to say? P.O. was pistol peating them ever. Like Fat Joe, they all the same age. You feel me? Like I'm a young, I'm a, I'm a young dude. P.O. felt the way. I'm a young nigga. I'm riding. That simple. I'm riding. Okay. P.O. That's how you feel. Fuck, fuck this person. Fuck that person. All right, yo, bros. This hope. Hey, you know the, the hood gonna rally with me. You know what I mean? Like I got that rally factor. If I say something, the hood gonna move. You know what I'm saying? So that's how that really came about. P.O. felt the way. You know, he called a Cuban. He PO attached that energy to himself, and that energy attached to us. And that's just the dead honest truth. Like personally, I don't. I didn't know Joe. I don't know nobody. I didn't even know nobody else next to him, close to him. I was riding. I'm a young nigga. I'm riding. That's it. I'm the streets, but I'm also rapping. 
You know mm. what I mean? It's like I'm a I'm a street nigga, but I'm rapping at the same time. And I'm like, yo, I if if, if it's fuck Joe right now, that's what it is. <laughs> Me and Fat Joe just did our did an interview yesterday, and we I spoke saw, about this. Like you know, I saw it. Yeah, that was dope. That was dope. Max, a question. So P.O., do you think that P, because P.O., let's call it what we call it, P.O. was to put that whole thing together. Puppet master, not saying you guys are puppets, but, I was know. I would say that, um, because he me and P.O. put it together, but the energy came from P.O. Because he had a, did he have, so he had a rapport with Fat Joe with something might have went wrong. I don't know. He didn't. No. I just think that, I just think that P.O. felt like, P.O., I don't, See, the man is dead. Rest in peace. I don't want to talk too much for him. Okay. Matter of fact, you want to talk for him because that was more his friend than mine. Like, we all we all is close friends, but, you know, they grew up together. They, like... Early 70s, mid-70s, whatever. I'm not... No, I'm 80, 90. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. You was using... Don't be telling me on that one. No, no, P.O. No, no, P.O. P.O. shit was... um. P.O. was, P.O. was aggressive. Very. P.O. was aggressive, and at the time, P.O. P.O. was a thinker. So at the time, he was like this, yo, Fat Joe's from the Bronx, yo, we from the Bronx, my son, Cuban Links, blah, blah, blah. He's not showing us no love. He didn't have to show us love. It's up to us to generate our own buzz, but that's how P.O. came to the table. When we was doing Hocus's project, right, we said, I said, Hocus, do your whole project. After Kings of the Castle, he did a solo project. I say, Hoke, do your whole project. When he finishes, he called me, he said, Gio, my whole project is finished. I say, yo, um, talk to P.O. Him and P.O. did, what was the track y'all did? Y'all did the, 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 the neighborhood track. Right, we did a few Y'all did, we they did just about two like or that. three joints. Like this, like and the third joint was that diss record to Fat Joe. That popped. Three days later, niggas from G-Unit was like this, yo, we pulling up on y'all. And that's when we went to Gilly's crib, and Gilly was like, I'ma cut myself. And niggas was like this, Gilly, get a get a cloth. Nobody's gonna be your blood brother. <laughs> Nobody. He's like, yo, yeah, blood brothers. Niggas was like, no. And that's when it happened. So, so, so it was P.O.'s energy and his mind. So at the end of the day, you could say it's something like, um, how Diddy would sit there and think of a marketing plan. That's what P.O. was doing. P.O. was the master of intangis intangibility. You'd be like this, P.O., what are you doing? He, he's somebody who had a big mouth. When he talked, people listened, and it created, like, it, it, I don't know, he, he was somebody who had a big mouth. Like, that's the best way to put it. When he talked, people listened, and they paid them attention, and they, they attention. you know what I mean? It didn't, that mixed with my street credibility and my respect with what he, it was just like, it just, it popped. You know what I'm saying? It just popped. Like, you know what I mean? Like he said, a couple days later, 50 Cent on the line, like, it was, it was good. I fucked with y'all movement. Yeah, he was around. He died a couple days later after that, right? Yeah, he pulled up. Yeah, we was He was in the up. studio. He was in Castle Hill from Queens. A couple days no, no, later, like, niggas like, was like this, rest in peace. Nah, let me talk it's about the, the older Hulk. Let me, talk, let me get into the older Hulk. Like, what the older Hulk now would have been, would have did then, like now, they'd be like, like if I if I had somebody with that type of energy around, I'd be like, let's have a conversation with him first. You know what I mean? Like, because I really feel like in my heart, coming from us, me, my brother S1, I don't know what him and Cuban went through, whatever they went through. Even from Long Tariq and my song, Joe didn't really deserve that. He didn't. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, now I feel like that. Back then, like I said, I'm riding. Like, 
I don't care. I'm with whatever. He ain't really deserved that. Maybe if we'd have had a conversation with him, and like, yo, this is what we doing. Maybe he would have embraced us. Who knows? We didn't. We just dissed him. You know what I'm saying? Like the older Hulk is like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it could have caused a lot of issues and problems. You know, it could have caused a lot of issues, man. Back then, you know what I'm saying? We we got locked up, but I, I if we would have seen each other, who knows what happened? He got Joe got real niggas around him. Nigga, me, nigga, purse, nigga, purse wound up getting locked up for a body coming on the island while I was on the island fighting my case. Nigga, me and Percy end up in the same crib. But it's BX love. Like, that shit wasn't even a, you know what I mean? Fat Joe coming to see Percy. I go on a visit floor. I see Fat Joe and Percy. Like, my mind, my perspective started changing. That's real nigga shit. That man coming to see that man while he facing life in prison. A lot of niggas ain't come see me. You know what I mean? Like, my mind on Fat Joe started changing, just period. Like, I grew in jail. I grew a lot in jail. We could get into that. I grew a lot. I changed. Jail, what was jail. Fat Joe's response, though, when we first heard the diss the, the, the record? Um, Fat Joe never responded. For, so, from, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so from my, from, from what I hear, Fat Joe was just like, why niggas is dissing me? Like, yo, mm. why, Fat Joe, from, 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 from what I hear, it's like Fat Joe was just like, Yo, why BX nigga siding with a Queens nigga? That's how he felt. Mm. But it wasn't that. It was that we did that and 50 co-signed, 50 played the chess move. Like, you know, he's 50 small nigga. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, Queens nigga. Smart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, Joe didn't deserve that, man. Like, he really he really didn't deserve that from us. That's, I, I would say that, but he didn't deserve that from us because he never did nothing to us or he never even denied us. We never reached out. Right, right. You so when the... When did you, if you did, like, when did you speak to Joe after that situation happened? Or you saw him in person, or like, what's the first time you, you guys spoke? The first time I spoke to Joe after that was, uh, probably it was definitely after I came home. It was it was through Rich Player. It was never, yo, the first time I ever spoke to Joe about that was yesterday. Wow. But I spoke to him a couple times before that. Like I spoke to him with with the with the Jay Princess race with the chain. You know, cause you know, cause Joe called me like. You know, hope yo, you you think you know what I mean? You could get that back because at the end of the day, that shit ain't really. I mean, even though like these niggas know I'm connected to the streets, that's why you know. That was one of the times I spoke to him, and I spoke to him like a time before that. But we got mutual friends. BX Hove, shout out to BX Hove. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Rich Player. Shout out to Percy. Where niggas is like telling me like Joe, real nigga. Like niggas telling Joe like Nah, hoping them is really good. You just never got to really need them or know them. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, our reputation probably exceeds itself sometimes. You know what I mean? People be like, like, Flip was on his bullshit. Like, I ain't reaching out to that nigga. Like, I don't know. I nigga, you know what I mean? Like, so nigga probably think we on our bullshit, bully, Bronx shit where niggas, if niggas who really know us will tell you, like, those some humble, good, cool niggas. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's why everybody fuck with us. Like, we, I don't really have no ops. I don't got no enemies, bro. You know, it, it, even even when I was coming up, most of my ops was other niggas' ops. Like, they was never really my ops. Like, I've always been a cool nigga with, that niggas like, but I get busy. You know what I mean? So, it, you know, so at the end of the day, I spoke to Joe. You know, like, the first time we spoke about that issue really was yesterday for the first time. That's mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah. You know, we spoke about Bang Bang Boogie. It never really came up, but I spoke to him a few times before that. Mm. So... <laughs> Let's move forward to what happened with the shooting. Let's move forward to the case then. Because I was acquitted. You know that. 
Oh, you was acquitted for that. So, um, the shooting that's in the newspaper. Yeah. What happened that day? I don't know what happened that day. I know mm. I know what they charged me with, and I know that you I was charged in connection to, uh, with the shooting incident. Uh, yeah. August 29th, 07, Yes. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> yes, I was. Were you there at all? Do you know what happened? Were mm. you aware of anything? Any any anything? It's just I just I just know that they came and picked me up for a shooting, and I was like. You know, they said that they they said that they had my DNA on the scene. Okay. And I, and I said I'm not guilty. Respect. Okay, cool. And I went to trial. So, um, let's let's get into the whole case. Sure. All right. So as we were talking about Bang Bang Boogie. So in April 29th, I think it was like April 29th, 2008. You know, we buzzing. You know what I mean? All that Bang Bang Boogie. We makes the Billboard magazine. We in the Billboard magazine like. Two three days later, like, I don't know. Maybe the DA was like, "We gotta hurry up and get them." So a lot of people, like you know, they they look at Bobby Smurin and be like, "Yo, they like the first one before they about to make it." We was really them niggas who was about to make it. It's just social media wasn't as big, and they came and snatched us. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, they charged they charged us with a like a over 150 count indictment. Me and my whole crew, my whole my whole team, Castle Hill Projects. Now I'm sitting on Rikers Island. You know what I'm saying? And you want me to get into the whole Rikers Island experience before we get? Take your time. All right. So you know, I, no, no, you know, because I don't know. If he got his questions and shit. So now I'm sitting on Rikers Island, and while I'm sitting on Rikers Island, you know, I get there. Um, they're coming up with all these charges. You know, they, we got a we got an A one felony, which is conspiracy in the first degree. If you don't understand what an A one felony is, even though it like an A one felony, it doesn't matter what it, you know. What you being charged with? Uh, a one felony is a one felony. A murder is an a one felony. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they couldn't give us bail. They say, "Oh, Yana, you got an a one felony, no bail." Boom, we sitting there. So now, while, while I'm on Rikers Island, facing all the time in prison, you know, I just think to myself, like, y'all, you know, I thought my way in here, yo. Like, you know, I was in the streets, hard body. I wanted to change, flip, like. Nah, like, I'm going to think my way out this bitch. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, shout out to my brother, Red Child. He bought me this book called, you know, um, Your Magic Powers to Be Rich. And I just kept the book to the side. And then something in my head kept telling me, yo, read that book. Read that book. Then something told me, you ain't going home until you read that book. And I read that book. So the book was written by Napoleon Hill. It was three books in one. I can't remember the other two. But, um... The, the full name of the book was Your Magic Power to Be Rich, but it's three books in one. But he had a book in there called Think and Grow Rich. You know, that's a popular book by Napoleon Hill. And he kept talking about this secret, this secret, this secret. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and in a nutshell, at the end of the book, he tells you what the secret is. And the secret is as long as you believe you can achieve. And this might sound so simple, but throughout the book, he just gives you so much different, like, you know, you know, examples and it resonated with me so much. And from there, you know, I had a conversation with my mother. And my mother, you know, my like I told y'all, my mother had other kids to worry about. So I'm like, yo, ma, don't worry about us. You know what I mean? It's me, it's three of her sons at this time. My brother Reem, the older one, he didn't, you know, I told you who was like my pops after my pops died. He didn't get locked up. It was me, my brother Dollar, and my brother S1. And, you know, and I'm just like, ma, we going to be good. And my mother's like, I want to be there for you. Just, I said, ma, you know what your job going to be? Just buy me my books. That's all I need from you. So 
I just like, you know, I, I just like started just getting into the zone, bro. Like I would listen to this program, 99.5 FM. And I, when I went into jail, I was overweight. I was chubby. My face was all big and shit. And I was just like, yo, I wanted to live, bro. Like I wanted to like, I lived a life that I could die any day. And I was like, yo, I want to live. You know what I'm saying? And while I'm listening to this program, this guy named Mike Anderson, and he's talking about how, you know, how people like lose weight and they always gain it back. I was one of those people. I was like 60 pounds overweight than I am now. And he's like, yo, it's because of the processed meats, the, you know, the dairy, the eggs. And he was like, that's the main reason why people was catching cancer, diabetes, heart disease. So I said, I called my mom and Ma, order this book, The Rave Diet and Lifestyle. She sent me that book. The same day I read that book, I read same day I got the book, I read that book in one day. The same day I said, I'm never eating meat again. Like it was just over. You know what I mean? And I had all my tuna fish in my fucking bucket. So tuna fish is like kind of expensive. So I told when nigga was comments every time I told all the homies like, go buy me, go buy me, um, go buy me. I had like 50 tunas. I'm like, yo, go buy me um black beans. I'm gonna trade y'all for tunas. So niggas like, this nigga stupid. I'm like, no, y'all niggas stupid. I need that nutrition. <laughs> yeah, dead ass. That's my thoughts. Like, so I took all that shit and um so throughout I, I was on Rikers Island four years. So throughout the time on Rikers Island. I will go back and forth with the fish because, you know, it wasn't in commissary all the time, the beans. But, that you know, I haven't eaten, like, chicken or meat or, like, beef and all that since then. That was 2009. Um, so now I'm locked up. I know Flip, he's saying back he want me to get into the violence and all that. You know, he want me to get into the violence. You know what I mean? I'm locked up for, um, you know, I'm locked up. They charged me with these shootings. Um, also, conspiracy in the first degree, which is conspiracy in the first degree, if you don't know, is when someone is 15, no, someone is six is under the age of 16, right? Someone that's 18 or over conspires to commit a B felony or over with someone under the, under the age of 16. I'm going to say that one more time. Conspiracy in the first degree is when someone is 18 or over conspires to commit a B felony or over with someone that's under the age of 16. So a crack cell is a B felony. So if you conspire to commit a crack sale with someone under age 16, that is an A1 felony, conspiracy in the first degree, which is the same as a murder. You understand? Like, it's that shit is crazy when you think about it, right? Yeah. So that's what they got us on there. And, they, and we got this dude named Paul Perez. Put his whole government out there. It's public information. Paul Perez, who was like a nephew to us, who was like his brothers was my right-hand mans. Like, I watched this nigga grow up from a baby. This nigga, this nigga shoots. All right, so this nigga get on an argument with somebody on the block. And it was over a girl. Long story short, he went and got a gun. And he he, he shoots at the nigga. But he missed him and hit another nigga in the leg. He runs off. He gets caught. But when he does that, he passes off the gun to somebody. And, um, and you know, and, he, and, and they never catches the gun. That same night, the police come into an apartment that niggas had their guns in, and they find all the guns. They find like six guns. So, Paulie comes home. I'm like, me? I'm like, yo, how the, yo, how the fuck they find these guns? How they knew these guns was in this apartment? Oh, I, this is what the nigga said. I told him. Where the, where, he said, I told him where I put the gun at, but you lying. You didn't. First of all, the reason why I knew he was lying because 
You pass the gun off to another nigga and another nigga put it there. So you lying to me right now that if you telling the police you told them you put the gun there. And I was calling him a snitch then, bro. Long story short, I told niggas, like, yo, this nigga's a rat, bro. Yo, but the police went inside that crib illegally and got those six guns. So nobody got locked up. So niggas was like, nah, he ain't a snitch, bro. Nobody got locked up, though. Nobody in jail. Nobody in jail. So I'm like, this nigga's a snitch. So I got a song. So I even made a song. It's called We The Ones. And I, I put him in that song. This is before we got indicted. Put him in that song. I said, Paulie's a rat. Long story short, we get locked up. Paulie is the rat on our case. And he's the, the person who was allegedly under 15 that was selling drugs for us. Mm. His whole story was fabricated. So he shot, he, remember I told you, he shot somebody and he started telling him, gets locked up again. Gets like, all this come out of my trial. He gets locked up again for robbing and cutting an old lady. They give him a second plea agreement. Like they snatched the first one off the table. He got another charge. Look, we're going to give you another, but they got to show this in our trial. They got to show everything. He gets a second plea agreement to testify against the Harris boys, against us. And um, it was just crazy, man. Um, You know, all this is being brought up in trial, right? And even back to the time, even, even the, the, when I told you that I had the shootout, you know, when KOC, when all that happened, that was brought up in trial, presented like if it was, I was being charged with it, but they couldn't charge me with it, but it was because the, they trying to go five years back. That's why you say in the documentary, that's why I talk about that because they presented it to the jury to make me look bad. You know what I mean? Me having a shootout. I was caught on camera having that shootout. That's why I copped out to that. You know what I'm trying to say? So this guy, Paulie, he just painted this whole picture like if, like I was the enforcer, my brother Dollar was the supplier, and everybody else worked for us. He gave them the picture that they wanted. You know what I'm saying? But he had got like, they let him go, and it had leaked that he was a rat, and he got beat up in the neighborhood, right? So look, check out foul this shit is, bro. So he had, so when it's time for us to go to trial, he's like, yo, I don't want, so he, he comes to testify, right? But then he's like, I don't really want to testify because niggas beat me up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So the the so they have some type of law where the judge granted that his his grand jury minutes be said, but he don't have to testify. So the DA was able to read his whole grand jury minutes to the jury. And we couldn't cross-examine him and catch him in no lies or none of that. Mm. So I'm just sitting there, the DA is reading his whole shit. You can imagine if the DA just reading a story that this nigga's saying. I'm looking at them, and it's just making us look crazy. Yeah, he did this. This person shot this person. This person shot this person. And they're just like, but, you know, just to fast forward, um, he, he did, now the shootings that I was charged with, he never brought that up because he had no knowledge of those shootings that I was charged with. I know Flip want to get to the meat and potatoes of this shit. <laughs> so, all right. So we're going to get into the shootings that I was charged with. So in our, in our, in our case, we had a, uh, it was one murder in our case. And uh, it was a couple other shootings. And in those shootings, I'm going to talk about the ones I was charged with and the murder because they kind of coincide. So in the shootings that I was charged with, um, how much? three or four people got shot. I don't remember. It was like three or four people four. got shot. Yo, 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 man, it's crazy. Oh, 
in the shooters that I was charged with, four people got shot. All right. Um. So the yo, this is their whole their whole case. All right. So this happening, the shooting took place in 2007. We didn't get indicted until a year later, 2008. So they never even questioned me about it, locked me up about it, nothing. Like so, the case was just like a unsolved case until I got indicted. Now the only reason why they was able to indict me on that case was circumstantial evidence, which was a hat a hat being found on the scene with my DNA on it. That's it. That's it. A, a hat was found with my DNA on it. Now check you. This is a shooting that took place on a crowded block. Four people were shot. About thirty people outside. My hat wasn't the only thing found on the scene. There was bloody shirts. Fucking tampons. I'm just playing. Not tampons, but there was fucking do rags. There was fucking a lot of stuff a found on. A whole bunch of other shit was found on the scene of this shooting, right? So, but for somehow, some way, they got an indictment for me because they put it all together. They couldn't indict me with that by myself. So they, right. the, so they, they got they put it in the indictment. Now, I'm on trial. Um, one of the victims who was shot comes up. And he's and he comes up and he's like, you know, he's being questioned by the district attorney. How do you feel when you get shot? Ah, you know, it's painful, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. So the DA, I got you, Flip. So the DA asks him, the DA asks him, so did the shooter have a hat on? Remember I told you they found a, a hat on the scene with my DNA, right? Mm -hmm. The DA asks him, did the shooter have a hat on? He said, no. The shooter didn't have no hat on. The shooter had a mask on. So I'm talking. So I'm talking. I'm talking to my lawyer. I'm like, yo, when it's time for my lawyer to cross-examine, I'm like, yo, look, go up there and and, and repeat that shit. They ask that nigga again. What's going on over here? I don't know who is that. Is that people? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I'm going. To my, I'm telling my lawyer, like, yo, go up there and ask this nigga again. Like he's like, yo, but why? He just said. It. I said because I want him to repeat that shit for the jury. So my lawyer go up there and ask him like. You know, are you sure that the shooter didn't have a did the shooter, you know, didn't have a hat on? He said no, the shooter didn't have a hat on. So every long story short, everybody who witnessed this shooting said the shooter didn't have a hat on. You know what I'm saying? Now, the reason why I said we could talk about the murder and 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 my and thing that they charged me with because the same gun that was used in the murder was used in the shooting. So the DA was trying to preach a community gun thing. Like, yo, they share guns. It's a community gun. It just, you know, the jury didn't buy it. It just sounded stupid. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so that's that's my shooting case um, flip that, you know, they charged me with and I beat. What, <laughs> what about the, so who got murdered? Uh-huh. Um, you know, it was it was a guy from my neighborhood that I, who I was actually cool with, you know. Okay. Yeah, I was actually cool with the guy. Um, it, yo, the way... The way the district attorney put things together, we know this shit ain't the way it be, Flip. People have problems with each other in the hood. I might be cool with you. You might be cool with son. If I murder son, they, you know, they try to make it like, you know, it like son was, I was cool with son. You know what I'm saying? And um, he, obviously he got murdered. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and, and, the, and the person that they charged with it, you know, he's fighting his pill right now. He's he's still innocent. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to leave that right there. But um, Got it. Yeah. So, what was your time like in jail? 
we didn't, get to, we didn't really get to de- too much details about that. You know, you being Sex Money Murder and, you know, you being from, you know, Bronx and having your name and stuff. Like, what, what was your time like in jail? So, my t- my time in jail, bro, honestly, like I said, I found myself in there. Like, I did a lot of reading, bro. Like, I was the nigga, like, um, e- even when you ask people, like, I was a nigga forming groups, bringing people together. I was spitting knowledge, bro. Like, the shit that I was learning, I was trying to teach other motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I was working out heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I told you, I lost a lot. Of, I lost 60 pounds in jail. My moms came to see me and started crying. She thought I was stressing. I got so skinny. I was a big nigga, bro. My face was this close. She was like, oh, I said, Ma, yo, bro, <laughs> I would go to the yard. I jogged the whole hour. Niggas, yo, the, the, the fucking CEO just asked me, you was in the military? I was like, nah. Like, you you didn't stop running since you came out here. I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm one of them disciplined niggas. So my time in jail wasn't. I'm gang banging, but I'm not, bro. Like, they ain't trying to front of you in jail, though. Nah, like I was, like I, like I, my aura is the same everywhere, bro. I was respected, but not respect, like fearful respect, just respect, like mm. niggas. Nine times out of ten, niggas knew who I was. It's twenty five of us on the island, a bunch of cold deeds. I'm sex money murder. You know, at the end of the day, you know, gangs run the jails. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You got gangs that beef with each other, of course. Bloods beef with bloods more than anybody in New York. Everybody know that, but. My aura just ain't that type of aura. Niggas fuck with me. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I don't come off as a nigga that, I ain't got no issues with nobody, bro. So I was respected and just the energy that I'm bringing was positive, bro. I was changing already. I was, I was coming into formation of this person that I am now, bro. Like, mm. so my time, I only had to smack one nigga in jail, bro. You know what I mean? Because the nigga touched the fan. I told him don't touch the fan. <laughs> yeah, his name was here from Baltimore. His name is B More. This nigga's a clown. So we sitting in the day room. <laughs> No, this real shit, bro. I'm not, I don't, I don't got to lie. Niggas, anything I'm saying right now, niggas going to be in the comments. They're going to be like, nah, he's not lying. Mm-hmm. You don't find niggas. I was, on, I was on Rikers Island four years, bro. I can't lie. Niggas come through there repeatedly. Right. You know what I'm saying? So niggas going to see this fucking interview, bro. This dumbass nigga, we in the day room. You know what I mean? I'm playing cards. I'm with a bunch of neutral niggas. So I guess that's why he felt he could touch the fan. So he just became blood. Like, I'm literally five minutes ago. Literally. Niggas just turn him blood to like an outlaw brim set or something like that. So I'm like, all right. So the fan is on us. He moved the fan towards the homies. I'm like, yo, bro, don't touch the fan again, bro. I guess they must have, you know, I don't know somebody must have told him. So he got up, he touched the fan. I'm like, bro, why are you touching the fan, bro? I'm like, bro, stop playing me, bro. Like, I'm like, yo, bro, not for nothing. Nigga, like I started going in on him. Nigga, you mad pussy. Nigga, your cousin snitched on you. He called his cousin every day. Cousin snitched on you, nigga. You still in? You call that nigga, nigga? You, your cousin a bitch? Ah, 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 ah. He said, "You a bitch." I said, "Oh, oh her." I, I had a water bottle in my hand. Snack, fire out that nigga. Boom! Water splash everywhere. So the CEO came out there. He crying, <laughs> profusely crying. <laughs> come on, come on. Let's go, in the, let's go in the bathroom. So you know, you know. Shout, shout out to my bro Banger. My bro Banger. Banger was brought him home. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, he was out low, man. Bango was in the house with us. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and my son, Rello. Shout out to Rello. Rello up north. You know, we like, yo, we getting this nigga out of here. He out this house after this Bango. Like, yo, let him rock. Let him. We let him rock, though. But that was the only time I had to put hands on somebody. Other than that, that was cool. My issue on Rikers Island was with police. Like, I always got into a police, bro. Like, mm. well, we call them, see, correcting officers, we call them police on Rikers Island. So when I say that. Like, they be violating, bro. Like, they violate. They come violate yourself. Niggas, them niggas, yo, them niggas uh, take one of the homies, 
put them in the bubble, lock the door, fuck them up. Like, them niggas be violating, bro. Like, they never did that to me personally. Mm-hmm. But, like, I seen it happen, bro. Like, I seen it happen, bro. My my, my problems came from that, bro. Like, and my reputation, like I said, kind of exceeded itself on, on there because one time I had got packed up and moved to OBCC. Now, I'm in OBCC. There's a beef between the Max and the Hounds. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. At that time, Rikers Island, the Max and the Hounds were tearing each other up, bro. Like, if somebody get cut, they shut down the whole building. They call it TSO. TSO every day. Every day, somebody getting cut. Niggas getting wrapped up like mummies. Like, real talk. But I'm sex, money, murder. So I come in the building. Niggas like, the, the um what they call them, security. They pull me to the side and they pull my man Jacob. Jacob is Miller. Jacob is from Edenwall. So, so they like, yo, you Pistol Pete? I'm like, knock it off. Nigga, Pistol Pete doing life. What are y'all talking about? They they don't know. You know what I'm saying? They just thinking, oh, they probably heard, oh, a big homie from this set. They like, yo, look, one more thing happened. Y'all two going down. Me and Jacob looked at each other like, all right. You know, I said, y'all know who the beef is over. Let me dead honest with them. Y'all know I'm sex money. The paper, my shit is in the papers, right? You see it, right? They know. Jacob is Miller. We tell them, like, they're like, we don't care. You guys got the influence. I'm like, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. And they play dirty, bro. They put new charges on niggas and all that. So at this time, when that happened, my brother Dollar, see, what I didn't tell you, I was, Dollar S1 and 2-5 went to trial before me. They saved me for last for some reason. My nigga, I was still there. You know what I mean? Dollar beat trial. You know what I mean? And Dollar, you know, he had a, a captain who he was friends with on the island. He called him. I'm like, I called home like, yo, Dollar. They about to do me dirty, bro. I ain't got nothing to do with this Mac and Hound shit. He like, I got you. Dollar called, you know, his captain friend. They moved me from three, they moved me from OBTC to the three building, away from all that shit. You know, my man Jacob was still there. I'm like, Jacob, sorry, bro. I gotta go. I'm trying to go home, bro. My trial starts soon. And I actually came home from the three building, too. Well, I went to trial, came home from the three building. So, which one of your brothers got charged? Everybody came home? Like, what? Nah, so, 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 you know, my man 2-5, who was charged with the body, Dollar, Dollar, you know, he had, um, was the alleged ringleader, well, me and him, but more so him at the top, and then they had me, and then, um, my brother S1, who was our younger brother, they went to trial first, and, um, S1 and 2-5 blew, and Dollar beat it, he beat every charge, because Dollar was charged with four counts of conspiracy, you know what I mean? Especially in the first, second, third, and fourth. That's it. That's all Dollar had. Like that's so that's all they allegedly had on him. Um, as we all was charged with those four counts of conspiracy, but everybody else had separate charges. Everybody else had other charges. Like S1 had those four counts plus robbery, plus this, plus that. Two five had those four counts plus drug sales, plus a murder. I had those four counts plus the shootings. That's it. I didn't have nothing else but those four counts in the shootings. And um yeah, so Dollar, so when they came back with the verdict, they all beat, like, conspiracy first, second, and third. Dollar beat the fourth, too. Go home. 2-5, S1 blew the conspiracy in the fourth and the other related charges. So how much time did 2-5 get? 25 life for the murder. Your brother? 19 flat. Okay. They, they ran it consecutive on him. They did him dirty. First time offender, did him dirty, bro. So where's your brother? Sing Sing. When is he, is he coming home? You got like three years left. This was 2008, so out of, out of 19, you're like 16. Okay. Um. Wow. So you beat it. You you change your life in prison. 
out yeah. on, on Rikers. You changed your life. Got you know you had to slap somebody with a water bottle. That's the only issue I really got into really on there. I ain't really had to do nothing. I fuck like everybody from the city came through there, bro. They fucked me. Like everybody who's somebody. Like you got asked them niggas fucked with me, bro. Like it was it was really that simple. Like who you saw in jail when you were there? Like that's that, that we might know. <clears throat> who I saw in jail that y'all might know? Oh man. Who came? True life. Shout out to True Life. Shout out to True. Mm-hmm. Definitely, True. you know, True came through. We was in three building together. True brother, seven thirty, my nigga. We was in the same house together for mad long at OBCC in that same building. I was telling you about. Me and him was together for mad long. That like me and him got real tight. But True, me and True was in the three building together. Um, who else came through there? Damn, G Dep. G Dep was in the three building with me. Um. Mm. I'm not, I think, I'm not sure. I think Vado came through for a little bit. I don't know if he came through during that bit. I don't know. I think he did. Who else came through? Um, I I don't know, bro. Like, I was there four years, bro. Everybody came through that shit, bro. Like, a lot of people, you know, some of Mano people's, like, I can mm. tell you street dude, like, some of niggas people's, everybody right, right. who, somebody people's came through there. Some of Uncle Murder people's came through there. Um... You know, like I said, Percy came through there. Me and Percy was in the same house. I was with Fat Joe. Oh, me and Maserati Fox. You know, I know y'all know. Mm, nigga, we was, nigga that was my fucking bro. Nigga, we was in the same house, nigga. Rest in peace, nigga, F.O. Me and F.O. went to the yard together because, you know, with bangers, me and him about the rock. You know, F.O. was sex money murder. I don't know if you know that. I didn't know that. F.O. was came. Nigga, Pistol Pete brought F.O. home himself, nigga. That's a fact. You was jacking the hood. That's a fact. He was jacking the hood, nigga. He was in the feds with him. I ain't know that. Maserati Fox. Rest nigga, in peace. nigga, we was in the we was in the same house together, and it was something going on. Nigga, I, me and him went to the yard with bangers together. Nothing happened, but like we was going, we was going rock out together. Like shout out to Fox. You know what I mean? We was in the same house. Like, but I knew Fox before, like because during Bang Bang Boogie, you know, like I said, G Unit was fucking with us, so we knew each other already. But like we we ended up in the same house together in three building. Bro, who else? Um, you know, bro, a lot of people. Bro. I can't like it. You. you know what I mean? If it if it comes to mind, I'll be like, damn, I forgot to tell him that. Like, I'm gonna just, I probably just ain't remembering right now. A lot of people though, bro. Was there for a long time, bro. Like, so you you went you in jail. You reading the books. You are working out, getting healthy, eating and everything. So what? When do we come home? All right. So um. My brother and them, they go to trial. I just told y'all about that. They go to trial January 2012. They 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 kept we pushing my trial back, pushing my trial back. My trial start October 2012. You know, I was on trial for for um for two long months. Mm. And um I came home 12 12 12, right? 12 12 12. Yeah. Oh, fact. What was, you done found up there in 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 the, in the Rolex? <laughs> You don't like to talk about personal stuff and family stuff, but Let's you said that your it. girl left you while you was locked up, yes? Oh, we can talk about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can you, talk you, about you, that. You're like me. You don't really like to talk about family, but I'm going to pull it out of you. Yeah, I, I, you know you know why I could talk about that? Because me and her is, like, tight now. Like, it was a long time where me, you know, this is my first baby mother who was my long-time girl, who was the love of my life at the time. Mm. Um, now, you, you know, like, she would... I was actually her first, you know what I mean? Like she was, we was kids, sixteen years old together, and um, we was together to the nine years. I got locked up when I was twenty five, from sixteen to twenty five, and um, you know she she abandoned me and she she left me, 
You know what I mean? It hurted me bad, bro. Like, I love. I thought I was gonna spend the rest of my life with that girl. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But um, it, you know, it was just like it. It was really hard, bro. That's why I tell I tell niggas like these young niggas out here. They don't understand, man. Like, when you go in there, you're gonna lose a lot. You're gonna lose a lot. You're gonna go through it. It's gonna hurt. You know what I'm saying? But um, just to keep it on topic with her, you know, you know, we had two kids at the time, and my youngest, my 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 not my young, my daughter at that time. She was only 18 months. Like, she wouldn't bring her to come see me. And she wouldn't allow no other females to bring her to come see me. Oh, you know, other female. She was ignorant at the time. And she could admit to this. I know other female going to be acquainted with my daughter, get to know my daughter. And, and I held resentment against her for that for a long time. Mm. And it wasn't until recently where, I, where we really sat down and chopped it up. And she said something to me that made me really click. Like, this is like literally maybe six months ago, Flip. I had this conversation with her, and I was just like, I'm being a bigger man. Cause we ain't talked for a couple years for other reasons, too. And I'm like, yo, look, we got kids together. Like, I want to show my kids that, uh, you know, like, forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? I want to show them something different. And she was like, yo, you, she like, you got to understand, you left me out here. All I had was you. I didn't know nothing else. You got to think about it. I took a virginity. I was her only boyfriend, bro. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? So that shit, as the older Hulk, I'm sitting back like, damn, that girl's right. I left her out here. Wolves out here. She's a she's beautiful. My first baby mom was mad pretty. She was one of the baddest joints in Castle Hill. You know what I'm saying? Um, easy, easy, easy. I mean, easy. Come, on, come on, man. Yo, flip. <laughs> you elaborate. You're elaborating too much. I gotta, I gotta respond, people. You're elaborating too much. All right. No, I'm talking. That's my first baby mom. I know, bro. but you're elaborating a little bit too much. You know how women. I'm try, I got, I got, I got, I got. I got, I got, I got. I'm trying to hold you. I got, I got. I, I, I understand, I understand, I understand. I, understand. <laughs> I caught on a little later. Come on, but, uh, all right. but not, but not for nothing. Like, but I'm just saying, though, like y'all were able to talk. But, but so when you wasn't talking, you wasn't seeing your children when you wasn't talking to her. I wasn't seeing my daughter. I was the seeing my son one. because she didn't mind nobody bringing up my son. She couldn't really control it because he was like six, seven, eight at the time. You know what I'm saying? So like. He, and, and she wasn't staying with her. She was staying. My son was staying with my mother. So my son, like my, my son, grew up under my little brothers, little badass niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I mean. While I was locked up those four years, my son was staying in my mom's house. You know, which I'm proud about because he, you know, you know, he didn't grow up, up under a bunch of females. He, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, she but but she, and she's still allowed. Like if another female wanted to bring him, cool, they could bring him. They come bring my daughter though. She so I, I, I'm just saying. So, so, but you said six months ago you guys finally had a conversation. It probably about maybe a little longer than that, but it probably about six months ago to maybe eight. And months you guys had an understanding. Yeah, we had understood. a real conversation. Like, That's yo, respect. like now, like, bro, like, I, you know, I live in Atlanta, bro. She, she comes down. And she stays in my house. You know what I mean? The baby moms be there too. And they, they spend the night. Not, I don't make it. It's not gonna sound crazy, but she. <laughs> Uh, ain't that freaky freaky going on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> ain't nothing freaky freaky going on, but uh, she comes over, she spends the night, and it's oh, it's all love, it's all cool. It's like that's what's up, yo. That that girl, like, besides the conflict that we had, she's kind of like my best friend. Like, she probably kind of like the person who knew me more than anybody because she knew me since I was a kid. But like, we just, we, you know, you know, I, you know, like, I don't feel no type of way no more about that shit. But I did for a long time, bro. So you guys broke up because you were you were in jail. And she just kind of was like, "Yo, that you left me." No, she said, "Nigga, she nigga, she told me straight up. This this is what hurt me. This is what I said. Oh, fuck this. She was like, "Nigga, you don't know when you coming home. You might not ever make it home." And she was right. 
Mm. She was right. I was facing 25 to life, bro. I wasn't facing no bullshit charges. If the jury believed that this little nigga, that we gave this little nigga drugs, the minimum is 15 to life, not 15 flat. Life mm. automatically holds on to that. If I if I blow to these shootings, the minimum, the minimum, 25 for me because I'm a predicate felon. The minimum, that's it. I don't I don't get, you know what I mean? If I if I was charged with shooting four people, if I blow to one, if they think like, okay, maybe he shot that one and that one, 25 flat, period. So I was facing 25 to life, bro. S1, I'm going to say this. Everybody know S1, right? That that knows him in my neighborhood or that knows S1. Mm -hmm. That's like, like, S1 was doing him, whatever, whatever, but I I want to say this without, without like, trying to downplay, like, everybody know that me and Dollar was more active in the streets than S1 was. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, S1 got 19. I tell niggas all the time, like, everybody don't get so lucky, bro. That nigga got 19 years, bro. You feel me? So... They ain't offer me nothing, bro. Like I didn't get no offer. I didn't get no offer at all until I went to trial, and my lawyer told me. Uh, my lawyer just asked me. He didn't even. He said, "Yo, if they give you fifteen flat, would you take it?" I said, "Nah, man." I said, "Yo, try to give me, give me nine years. Give me a flat number. Give me nine. Can you, uh, can you give me 10? He, he said, "They not you. They not giving you that, nigga. Go. We gonna pick them." So, <clears throat> all this happens. You come home. I come home. Quit it, 12-12-12. You a new man. A special day. What's the next step for Hocus Pocus? Why do you feel like you were blackballed? Because that's something that you mentioned to me. Yo, um, I feel like... I feel, all right, I'm, so let me answer that question first. Whichever question you come to. All right, just, let me, let me answer the blackball question. I feel like it's a stigma over over who I am in my neighborhood. And um, I feel like a lot of people are scared <laughs> to deal with me. I feel like... The, com the the so-called company that I keep, I feel like we misunderstood. I'm a nigga from the streets who was active in the streets, who who was active to the point where I really was out there. I really did put in work, bro. Like, I really did soldier. I really did do all these things, bro. But, like, and I'm not talking about the things that I was acquitted for. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about in the streets, period. I was active, bro. And, um, I, and, a, and a lot of people in the industry know that. And I feel like there's a there's a stigma with my my um section of the Bronx, especially the Soundview section, where sex, money, murder comes into play. We have a stigma over us that people don't want to fuck with us because they got this like, nah, them niggas. Yo, bro, I don't want to skip nothing, but can I skip a little bit and say something to a label meeting I went to? Sure. I went to a label meeting that Jay Prince sent me to after I got the chain back, a Sony label, right? And I'm talking to you know like he he's setting us to talk to the boss. But the A&R comes upstairs, and he's like, we introducing ourselves. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm Hocus for fifth. Oh, I know you. You dangerous. <laughs> you dangerous, man. That, come on, bro. That's not, that got to be, how think a nigga don't know me? That got to be what's being said throughout. And he's, he, he, what they call it, uh, when the Blackbird are jostling or whatever about it. That got to be, he doing that, but come on, bro. That got to be what niggas is saying. That's. That's what make niggas not want to fuck with me, bro. And um, and and I'm gonna speak on um the hot nine seven issue. Yeah, like I got inside sources. The hip hop police was going up there. You know, Flex was spinning my record hard in 2017. My dollar dollar bill record crazy. Them niggas was going up there trying to get them niggas to stop that shit, man. That's a fact. 
And you know, it is like you know, people want to deny it, act like it ain't true. I know this for a fact. I got inside sources, and I know how the hip hop police is running down on me and Dice Peso every event, shutting it down, telling me, Hocus, you could come in only you and three of your mans, but you run with it. Ain't true, Hocus. You know, they trying to butter me up. It ain't true, but you know, it's your squad. Hip hop police put me over in one event. They's like, Yo, you can't come in until we talk to you. I'm like, All right, hold on, y'all. I go and talk to them. I forgot the name of the club, it's in Queens, too. So they like, I'm like, what's going on? They like, yo, do, do, yo, we heard you got into it in BB Kings. Yo, let us, they, this is what they tell me, bro. Let us hold you down. You need protection. I'm like, nah, I'm good. But I'm like, I'm outside with 30 niggas. I'm good. Like, I, like I feel like, yo, they was trying to get cool with me or get in with me. Like that, they was blackballing me, bro. It's not just the industry. Hip hop police was blackballing me, bro. In New York City, this is a fact, bro. That's blackballing, bro. When you shut, yo. This is fact. Ask Vado. Ask Pretty Nikki. Ask um who else is promoting this spot? Anyway, ask Vado, bro. Me and Vado had a boat ride. Lit. Ticket sold. About to be lit. Hip hop police calls them. Yo. Y'all got Hocus for fifth. Shut it down. Nah, y'all can't have Hocus for fifth. So they call me. They're like, yo, Hoke. They just called us. Said, yo, you can't come to the joint. I said, you know what? I said, you know what, Nick? Just do it with Vado, man. Like. Boom. She called me back a half hour later. They said, nah, the whole shit shut down now. Y'all should never even put them on there. We don't believe y'all. Y'all should never even put them on there. The whole boat ride shut down. Crazy. This is 2017. Crazy. Me and DMX. Y'all know we're going to get into that too. That's my big brother. Rest in peace, DMX. Me and DMX doing the BX Fight Club. I brought DMX to the BX Fight Club in the Bronx. Fucking police go to the fucking BX Fight Club. Yo. Yo, the... Niggas from the bed fight back come back to me like, yo, yo, police just came to us, bro. They were talking about DMX, you. They, but they was really talking about you. Like, yo, why y'all got Hocus coming in here? And y'all got DMX. Why y'all got DMX? You know what I mean? But why y'all got... So, like, come on, bro. I'm being blackballed, bro. I'm being blackballed. And, and I know a lot of people don't like, especially after the, you know, Irv Gotti, they don't like that pressure from the police. But, and I, I guess that's a big part of it. But another big part of it is I think a lot of niggas is afraid and don't want to see me win. And that's a fact, bro. Niggas got act like they love Hulk. They don't love Hulk. Or they act like, nah, they not haters. Niggas don't want to see me win, bro. It has a lot to do with, too, that me beating that case. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course they mad, bro. And what a lot of people don't know about, nigga, they, not only did I beat that case, nigga, nigga, settlement, six figures. Let me get that. You know what I mean? Let me get that. You know, I don't spend my business out there too much, but yeah, it was, yeah. So I don't Rikers Island four years, yeah. Flip, I don't live here no more. I live in Atlanta, you know that. I'm out of here. Why would I stay up here? These niggas, yo, these niggas, they, you know what I mean? And, and, they, and not only that, they have made several attempts to still take me down after that. And my brother CB and D.O. trial, my little brothers ended up in indictment in Castle Hill Projects. My name comes up in shit that, Nigga, they had me on a blackboard, bro, and, to, and niggas' trials that I don't eat. I'm not even on trial. I'm, I'm sitting in their trial. They got a blackboard up. Sex, money, murder, indictment. My face is on that blackboard. Mm. Why? Everybody can see what I'm doing. Why? A, a federal agent got up there, and her whole testimony was about me and my brother. Now, my the two niggas on trial was two of my niggas from my hood. From Soundview and Castle Hill. I ain't on trial, but I'm sitting in a trial. Why is me and my, you know what I'm saying? 
Why is my face up there? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What's going on over here? Yo, Gio, man. Gio, close the Gio, Gio, you fucking up the interview, Gio. I ain't fucking yes, up. Yes, you are, bro. You, you are. Talking, you are. Bro, we can hear you. You are, bro. Just close I can hear you. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm closing. You talking. No, nah, bro. No, Gio. no, bro. Just close the door or something, bro. Come on, Gio, chill. Close the door, man. Gio, Gio. Come on, bro. But go ahead. Go ahead, man. So, 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 settlement, whatever. Got lost. No, I didn't. You come home. You got. You said you feel like you're being blackballed. Hip hop police went there and they did all that extra stuff, and you feel like, you know, it's not working in your favor, right? And you said that you were still on people indictment, people that you didn't even know, you wasn't even associated with. No, I didn't say I didn't know them or wasn't associated with them. I know them, and that you I was, wasn't a part of their case. I wasn't part of their case. That's what you said. Pardon me. So now. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I would ask the crazy question. Eh? Um, don't Vlad me. Um, <laughs> don't DJ Vlad me right now. Now go ahead. I ain't gonna DJ Vlad you. What 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 was what was um what's next like though? Like what was next when you the chain? Right. How did that happen? Well, obviously niggas know um why being Almighty Ch- Almighty J came to um New York and got a chain snatch? Um, at this time, and I'm living in Atlanta. Like this, I already got my house. I'm chilling. I'm down there. I probably had my house probably fucking a month, <laughs> literally. Cause, no, yep, I had my house like a month. You know, I'm chilling in my house, and um, you know, I scroll, I scroll online, and I see my name tagged in something, but I paid no mind because I didn't really know what it was. I didn't even know it was Jay Prince. Like I just seen my name. Like, I'm just online, so everybody calling my phone. And like, yo, Hope, Jay Prince just came at you and everybody in the Bronx. I'm like, what? So I go look at it and I read it. I'm like, damn. Like, you know, like at the end of the day, it was kind of like a um, it was crazy for me because out of everybody named that was tagged on that list, he tagged every um rapper from the Bronx. I'm probably like the least known person. You know what I mean? Like everybody else then had a record deal or uh, like out there like that. I don't know what made him tag me. I mean, I, I know I got a buzz in the Bronx. I know that I got a name, but I was on that list. And I'm like, damn, why he tagged me for? So, you know, the, the you know, the street nigga and me is just like, you know, I, I had put up a post back like, yo, you know, I respect you, OG. And, and I'm paraphrasing right now. Like, I respect you, OG. You know, but, you know, at the end of the day, like, I personally didn't like the fact that he tagged me on that because, you know, real robbery got committed. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Niggas get robbed every day. You know what I mean? It is what it is. And um, the fucking media took it in. Bronx people, rapper comes at Jay Prince. Boom, 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 boom. It goes all over. You know what I'm saying? Now it, it goes viral. Um, You know, I'm like, now I'm getting calls from everybody. Now I'm getting calls from everybody. You know, even Fat Joe, shout out to Fat Joe. He called me. Mad people just calling me like, yo. I'm in, like I said, I'm in Atlanta. Yo, hope, yo, what's going on with the situation? Like at the end of the day, boy, that shit is whack. Like you think you get the chain back? Like you know, niggas gotta travel. Like this shit could start a big war, East Coast, down South wall. And Houston didn't like they Houston. I give it up to them. They fuck with Jay Prince. They didn't like that. I gave him his respect to me. I thought in the fucking post that I put up, but they didn't like. You can't say nothing to him. That's the big homie. You can't even defy his words. So um, they was coming at my neck. So in a nutshell, make a long story short. You know, I, I highlight my bro KT. Shout out to my bro KT. You know what I'm saying? From Soundview. 
And, um, you know, KT flew me up to New York and we sat down, we chopped it up. And the little dudes, to me, just, just so I, I clarify, I said this yesterday on Fat Joe interview. If a nigga take a chain, you ain't getting a chain back unless a nigga want to get a chain back. So it's not like I came and I debuted the chain back. Like, the niggas who had the chain wasn't even the ones who took it. But the nigga who had the chain, however he got it, I don't want to put no business out there. He got the chain. And they like, yo, man, this whole situation is going out of proportion. We going to give it back, but we only giving it back to Hocus. If Hoke don't come get the chain, we throwing it in the Bronx River. This is their exact word. I don't even know these little niggas, but they know that. They like, this. their exact words, Hocus Street nigga, we don't trust none of these industry niggas. And they felt like everybody else who was tagged on there is from the industry. And I'm like, if I can make a situation better, why not? You know what I'm saying? So I flew up and got the chain. And I guess the chain, you know what I mean? Then Jay Prince put out another fucking memo that was talking even crazier. But now the chain is in my possession. And I'm like, why did he post this? Like, you know what I mean? So I'm on the phone, I'm talking to Jojo Capone. I'm like, yo, bro, what's going on? Like, yo, bro, like, I got the chain, bro. But like, he just... And then, you know, like I said, shout out to my bro KT. You know, because at first, me and KT, before Jay Prince put out that second memo, me and KT, like... Once I got the chain back, yo, we going we flying out. We going to Houston with it. We were just gonna fly out there, just book a flight, go to Houston. Somebody tell Jay Prince we here, we got the chain, and, and like give it to him. But he put out that second memo. It was like, ah, I don't think we should fly out to Houston. We might not come back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, French Montana, KT, and French Montana is like this. You know, so KT talking to French. French like, yo, I fuck with, I fuck with um Jay Prince. You know, you my brother, KT. You know, hope your brother. Y'all niggas come out here to my house, and we gonna meet up in my house, a neutral place, nigga, my home. You know what I'm saying? And that's how it happened. You know, we flew out to L.A., you know, French house in Calabasas, and um, Jay Prince flew out, and you know, we sat down and we had a little meeting, and you know, I'm I'm one of the people who's like, whatever happens in whatever set in the meeting stays there. I don't really talk too much about that, but mutual respect, gave the chain back. You know what I'm saying? I, they understood why I came the way I came. I understood why he came the way he came. And to this day, nigga, I fuck with them. I'm mob tied, nigga. Like, niggas know. Like, you know what I'm saying? I go everywhere screaming mob ties now. Like, you know, he offered me, you know, to be inside of his mob tie crew, and I accept it. You know, that's Jay Prince. That's a OG respect. Like, a lot of niggas I know, niggas, nobody gonna tell me this to my face, but I hear through the grapevine, everybody think they tough and gangster. Yo, well, who gave that back? He should have let his nut tang. He should have, yo. First of all, I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I was living, I was home peacefully in Atlanta. And I felt like I'm already on this transition to change, bro. Like, from jail to who I am now. Like, yo, if I can, bro. Like, yo, I speak out against the violence against each other now, bro. Like, I ain't with that shit no more, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if I could stop something and help change and help a, a situation from going further, why not? So I did it, bro. And, 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 and for me, it built a, a bigger bond for me. Like, and it ain't about me. I, it, it built a bigger bond for other niggas too because yo, let's be real, bro. Niggas would have been flying out to certain dumb niggas. They mom tied, bro. Like niggas are gonna be flying out to certain cities, and a lot of niggas would have been getting robbed and touched. It is what it is, bro. Like you could flip. Nah, I, just I keep it real. That. Like I, I got you. Just, like that, that's I'm what would have happened. I'm you know with what you. Mean? I'm with you. And did I get a thanks? Yo, yo, holla, yo, ho. That's what's up from anybody. No, but I don't care because I ain't do it for that. I did it because. It felt in my heart it was the right thing to do, bro. It wasn't clout. It wasn't none of that. It was like, 
they said they only gonna give it to me, so I'm gonna go get it. How did you meet? <laughs> uh oh, where we going? Can I take a bathroom break? What happened, Flip? Come on, man. What you mean? What happened? Go ahead, man. You got another baby mother that I know. Yes. Yes. Your girlfriend? Are you together? Yeah, Flip. Go ahead, man. Well, <laughs> 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 I mean, I don't want to talk about. It. I want to talk about. You that. don't want to talk about her. Nah. Can you tell me why? I don't. Want, I don't, I don't want to go that that route, Flip. Is that private? Private. I got a private life now. Feel like that. For real? Or just it's private? Yes. Private. You took her from somebody. No, I didn't, man. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I have private life, man. I have a respect that because you my man, but you see, I, I really want to double down on you. Look, don't, don't get, don't, don't you scratch the chin. Don't do that. Yeah, no, I'm just scratching my hand. Don't do that. Can you at least explain why is it private? Like, why? Can you explain that to me? Like, why, why you chose to, and I respect it because I'm the same way, but I want to know your reason for why you're going this route as far as, you know. Yeah, you know, I, I learned this, man. Like, everything... Like yeah, my my private life and my social life needs to be separated. Like, it just needs to because you know people. I'm a dude from the streets, and um, this is exactly why. Honestly, I'm a dude from the streets, and I always gotta think like this. A lot of times, dudes are afraid to approach a dude like a dude like me straight up, so they'll use other means and other avenues to get at a dude like me. And it doesn't have to be get at me. As harming somebody else, but get at me in another way. Got it. Enough said. You understand, Flip? Say no more. Thank you. Respect. You know what I'm saying? No like, got it. I'm not one of them, though. Nah. Just said you want to put that out there. There's no funny. I'm not one of them. You know what I'm saying I got a lot of respect and a lot of love. I appreciate and stuff that. like that. All jokes aside, you know I what I'm saying. That. But as a man, I can respect that and I can move on. You know what I mean? Um, you and Hassan Campbell. How did that start, Poppy? You know, shout out to Hassan Campbell. You know what I mean? Um, how did that start? What? How did what start? The, um, the, the the back and forth initially before y'all were able to work it out. Um, I'm gonna be honest. Um, so I like I never heard until I, of Hassan Campbell until the J Prince situation happened. Everybody was sending me his videos. He was supporting me though. I'm not gonna lie. Like before I even knew who Hassan Campbell was, the nigga was supporting a lot of my shit. But the thing that kept me from um. Like showing that like my extension showing my love back it was that he would always talk about sex, money, murder, and pistol Pete because he has a history with them. He that's his era, and he was on the the opposite side. You know, what I mean, he talks about it all the time, so it ain't like it's a secret. You know, what I mean, Bo is his big homie. My big homies, you know, killed his big homie. So it's like he never. I don't think he ever looked at me as an op or nothing like that because he was supporting me. But I didn't. I don't. I didn't never look at him as an op, but I couldn't extend the love back because I'm attached to something that you keep disrespecting. Mm -hmm. So the the way the back and forth came out was I you know I maybe he felt like you know I wasn't reaching back out. He threw a subliminal at me. Like even even when he was talking about sex money and Pete, I would I didn't like it. But I would never say nothing. I'd just be like, here he go again. Everybody sending me the videos like, here this nigga go again. But then he said something that was like, you know, <laughs> I saw Campbell. I yo, I go front. I like that nigga a lot, bro. That nigga is yo. I like that nigga, bro. He's I like sweet. it too. Yeah, I like how saw Campbell. So that nigga crazy. But that nigga was like, yo, yo, yeah, cause you know, 
You can't beat blood and you can't scream gang time and you know you got your daughter over here juicing vegan juices. You can't. Like he was going, I'm the only nigga doing that, bro. Making videos with my daughter with vegan juices. And I felt like that was a, a, a indirect at me. After, like, I'm immediately after talking about sex, money, murder. Like, bro, you're talking about me. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, so then I, I, I threw a shot at him and disrespected him. And he threw a shot back. And then we started going back and forth. And um, not for nothing, uh, I'm going to be real. This shit is crazy. It's crazy that shit come around full circle. You know, that's why I looked at you. Hey, this nigga right here always tell me, like, yo, bro, not for nothing. You need to make amends with that nigga, like. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, y'all need to chop it up. I feel like y'all both two dudes who talk about real shit. Whatever, whatever, whatever he used to tell me. I, I'm paraphrasing right now, but he, this is a deep dude. Like, he's around me for a reason. Like, he's one of them people, like a mentor who, you know, who make me see shit in a different light all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I, what I was like, nah, right? I was on my yeah, bullshit. I, I spoke to him. I spoke to him, dog, and he was with it. I was like, nah. My first, I was like, nah, I'm on bullshit. Fuck that, fuck that, fuck that. But um, I don't know, bro. Like, going through the pandemic and everything. Hassan Campbell actually reached out to me like, uh, like, like a month or two ago, and was like in my DM, and was like, "Yo, I want to put our our differences aside. Let's work together. Can we talk?" And I was like, "I called you. I was like, yo, bro, you think what you think I should do?" He said, "I already told you, bro. Like, <laughs> talk to the nigga, bro. Like at the end of the day, bro. Ah, ah, And I told Hassan Campbell, I'm just like, yo, let's do it. Let's do it on a public platform, though, because." Reason why I said that because you know how he is. Things will be said behind closed doors and it be taken like nah. If we gonna talk, let's talk on a public platform so the world could see what we talking about and nothing be taken out of context. And when we spoke, because the, the beef was public, right? And when we spoke, it was nothing but mutual respect. And the only the only like misunderstanding that we got is is that is that like you know like he's heavily against the gang. And the gang violence, and I understand it. I mean, like, I'm not for it neither. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not active no more, bro. You know what I'm saying? But you know, and I, I like I told him, as long as she, yo, bro, just you know, at the end of the day, if you want to be my friend, you want to fuck with me, you want to say we cool, just keep Pete name and sex money murder name out your mouth in a disrespectful light. You nigga A and E talk about them Discovery Channel. I can't say nothing. You could talk about whoever you want, but in a disrespectful light, you know that's what I stem from. So. Just keep that out your out your mouth in a disrespectful light. Right. Your opinion on anything else does I don't care about that. And you know, and we spoke. Yo, I, li- yo, I, I like his videos. I watch him. I watch you flip. Like I watch y'all. Like you know what I'm saying. Like, like y'all y'all niggas is inspiring. Believe it or not, bro. And y'all inspiring a whole culture that you probably ain't gonna get your flowers until ten years from now. But I'm gonna get your flowers now. Like, y'all niggas is really inspiring a lot of us out there, bro. That. Appreciate Real it. talk, Thank you, bro. For real, y'all niggas that. is inspiring, bro. Not for real, I'm real shit. I appreciate that. Thank I'm a nigga give niggas their flowers, bro. Like, <laughs> no, I don't like to thank you know. I don't, yeah, I don't like, he like compliments, but he don't like them at the same time. Nah, but it's real shit though. Like, and Hassan same way. Like he he's creating something that, and from a perspective, from his own perspective, that's why I like it. Like, I'm a renegade. Like, I'm a rebel like that. I'm a nigga that nobody wanted to fuck with. But you know what? Now I got a voice. You got no choice but to hear me. So when I came at Hot 97, they had no choice but to say something to respond because a lot of people was listening to me. They hear me. But back in the day, them niggas would have left me on mute. He ain't nobody. What did they say? What did Hot 97 say? Um, 
Why you asking me that? I you know TT Torres try to act like she ain't she ain't never you know oh I never did this I don't they don't even know who you was uh what up TT Torres you're lying I played the video I reposted played the video with Lisa Evans TT Torres is interviewing Lisa Evans Lisa and they talking about six nine. And they talking about, yeah, because all these dudes out here, they act like, you know, they won't snitch. And it's, Lisa Evans shut her down and said, uh-uh. Hocus for a fifth. He did time. He went to trial. He's one of the guys who was blood, came home, and he didn't tell. And he, you know what I mean? Lisa Evans stopped her and said that. You act like, oh, I never even heard of you. Stop it, T.T. Torres. Knock it off. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, so... Flip like that shit. That's why you, why you got me hype. He like that shit. That's what he be trying to get out of a nigga. Yeah, but you know, but you know, I, you know, at the end of the day, I, you know, I ain't stressing that hot down seven shit. No. But you know, fuck with you, Flip. Hassan Campbell, shout out to him, salute to him. You know, I plan on working with him in the future. You know, on certain projects, videos, or whatever. You know, I like I like what he stand for. Like we we got we got we we in the same fight, just you know taking different routes. Like we got a similar mind when it comes to what they call quote unquote conspiracy theories, which is really not is real life shit. But yeah. we kind of think of like me and Hassan. That's why I fuck with him. Like you know, a lot of I be watching some shit. I don't, I don't agree with everything he say. Just like he, <laughs> you know I me. Mean? Just like he probably don't agree with everything I say. But I like it, man. Yeah, cool, but man. I'm like I like that shit. That nigga's a rebel. Like. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he be going at me. I be watching, I be dying. Yeah. He's a bug out. He's a bug out, but you know, yeah. Nah, I fuck, I, fuck, right. I like it. I like it. Him. I'm like, okay. And uh, and not the fact that my, my older brother who passed away, who I was telling you about, who was like my pops after my pops died, like, you know, my nephew, you know, lived close to him. And he was supporting my nephew even before I even, like, he was, he, he got my nephew page popping, YouTube page. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not a bad guy, bro. No, he's not. It was just misunderstood. I, misunderstood. He's not a bad guy. You know what I mean? He went through his situation. You know, but when you at war, you're going at somebody, you're going to use that. I'm going to talk my shit. You talk your shit about me. I'm going to use that. But he's not a bad guy, bro. Like, he's misunderstood. And I fuck with him. How your brother passed away? He died in his sleep. 33 years old. What, what year? 2014. May 5th. Rest in peace. Day of the dead. Yeah, he died in his sleep, and this this guy is, you know, I, yo, I don't even have to, other people will tell you, like, he was, who was he like, bro? He took care of everybody, bro. He didn't just take care of his brothers and his family. He took care of the streets, everybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, he got his money in the streets, though. But he he the nigga who could have had a Rolls Royce Bentley and all that. All he liked was his iced out watches, though. Drive a Honda Accord. Me and that nigga had fights. Me and that nigga had fights because I wouldn't change my phone, Flip. Your fucking phones, nigga. Switch it. No, I don't. I want. Even, I want this number. Like we had fights. Like one time, like like big ass arguments. This is when the chargers first came out. I bought the charger. Had the twenty two inch rim, shining, chrome shining, like the deep dead six inch. You know what I mean? And he's like, "Stop driving that shit over here, bro. You making it hot." Like he was one of them. That I'm like, man, fuck you talking about my nigga. Like, and um, he never got locked up. Got all his years, like nigga had the same trap crib. Ever. Um, nigga, I'm talking about Rex coming through there, nigga. Niggas will tell you, bro. P.I., my brother Kareem, man. Reem, P.I., like, and, you know, he died in his sleep, bro. And it's like, it was just a sad day, bro. Like, the whole, he fed a lot of people, bro. He was one of them niggas where everybody, like, if you knew him, especially Bronx, Harlem, 
Even Brooklyn nigga, like if he fuck with you, you you niggas went straight from the penitentiary. They didn't even go to their house. They went to his house. They'll come home off the fucking train, go to his house. Yo, Ma, I just came home. Look, I got state boots on. I right, here, here's a band, his work, here's this thing. Get on your feet. Don't give me back Like he's just a good person, bro. Good person, bro. You know what I mean? I'm a messer, man. What you have? Sorry, What's your relationship with uh, DMX? Oh, DMX is my big brother, man. DMX, man, that shit hurt so much. All right, let me start from the beginning. How we met? Yeah, yeah. All right, so so shout out to my brother Gilly. Gilly is not Gilly the kid. Gilly from Terror Squad. I don't know if y'all know who that is. Gilly, is, you know what I mean? Like big pun, brother. Like yeah, Puerto Rican Gilly. You know what I'm saying? We need to get him up here too. Gilly, um, Gilly was role managing DMX. And um, you know, Gilly, like Gilly was managing us when we were doing Bang Bang Boogie also. You know what I mean? And Gilly is one of the people who always stayed in contact. He came to visit niggas, came to niggas court dates. Gilly's just a real nigga. Real street nigga, you know what I'm saying? But he's in the industry. And he was role managing DMX and I had did this song called Represent. I'm from Castle, I'm from Soundview. And Gilly had it on his ringtone. Like Gilly didn't even play it for DMX. Gilly would just like when his phone would ring, the song would come up all the time and DMX would hear it and just be like, yo, who that dog? Like, yo, that shit fired. So Gilly gave him the rundown who I was and he was like, word, call him right now. So Gilly calls me one day and I'm like, hello? Like, Gilly's like, hold on, somebody want to talk to you. DMX, I ain't even expecting him. And DMX said, yo, what's up, dog? I'm like, yo, what's up, dog? He like, yo, that song is fired, dog. Yo, listen, listen, save a spot for me there on the remix. I'm like, oh, word? My first time ever talking to DMX, mind you. We never got to do the remix, but my first time ever talking to him. I'm like, I got you, dog. He like, when you shooting a video? I'm like, I'm going to shoot a video next week. We got it planned for like maybe a Tuesday, Wednesday, something. He like, I'm going to be there. Long story short, boom, hangs up. The day of the video, you know, we go to, um, I go to, I'm shooting a video in my projects. Obviously, I'm from Castle, I'm from Soundview. I'm not living in my mom's crib, but my mom's still living in, in, in the projects. So I go to my mom's crib. Like I told everybody to be out there at 12 p.m. in the afternoon. And um, so I go to my mom's crib at like 9 a.m. in the morning to take a shower and shit. I'm like, I'm just take a shower over there, whatever, whatever. So I'm in the shower. I get out the shower. My phone going off. I pick up my phone. Hello? Yo, yo, it's X, bro. It's X, DMX. Huh? Yeah, I'm downstairs. I'm in your hood. What? DMX, what the fuck you doing in Castle Hill Projects 9 in the morning? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, yo, I told the video was at 12. He like, yo, man. I'm like, Russ got dressed, go downstairs. DMX is there. He on a fucking block. You know what I'm saying? People surrounding him and shit. Yo, 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 y'all the guy. That's how X is, though, man. He was just a real one. Like, he could go to anywhere. He he, didn't, he wasn't scared. He'd step anywhere in the world, but he'll get the love. Ain't nobody thinking about robbing him, harming him, touching him. Mm. They just want to be in his presence and hear him talk and hear him speak and just be around him. Like, that, that shit is crazy. I feel like X was like a prophet of our day. But um, yeah. After that, we shot the video. X is in the video. Y'all go watch it. It's called Represent. I'm from Castle. I'm from Soundview. We we, we got real tight after that. After that, he had brought me out. To, uh, it was my birthday, and I didn't even expect this shit. Like, you know, I mean, he was performing. Uh, um, I think it was a, a event called like the um Master Ceremony. So it was like all the old school niggas. Like, you know what I'm it's saying? About, yeah. Yeah. And the X was on that. He was headlining the joint, and it was like a a crowd pack of like 5,000 people and I'm just sitting there I'm with him like you know, he on the stage I'm sitting right I'm like right there on like backstage but like right there he's like hold on y'all yo I wanna introduce y'all somebody 
I'm from Castle Hill. I'm from Soundview. My nigga Hocus, give it up for the dog. And you know what I mean? And the crowd went crazy. And I was just like, damn, I didn't even know he was going to do it. I don't, think, I don't even think he knew it was my birthday. And I was just like, wow, man. You know, I just gave him a hug. He's like, yeah, always oh, us, never them. Like, yo, he a legend in the making. You know what I'm saying? And ever since then, me and him got super tight, man. DMX, we done had so many different talks. We grew like a brotherhood, man. And he didn't, you know, he told, he definitely told me, yo, you're going to be a legend, man. Like, he told me that God told me to pass you the torch. Those words came out of his mouth, bro. You know, he was a godly person. And now I'm not freestyling, Flip. See how you're looking at me. I'm not one of those niggas, bro. I don't lie. I know Flip, bro. Flip by me like, like, yo, niggas get up here and talk. No, bro. DMX told me that out of his mouth, bro. I would never put no words in that man's mouth. That was my big brother, bro. Like, you know shout, what I'm saying? Yeah. X, man. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, DMX, man. Ever since we've been tired, I done opened up for him different arenas in different states. You know what I'm saying? I actually got a real song with DMX. He gave me a verse, you know what I'm saying, before he died. Mm. Um, now, I put the song out, but I'm, of course I'm going to re-release it. You know, the song is called New York, New York with Swiss Beat, Styles B. I put Peter Guns on the song also. Right. DMX. So you came in and said you were mad at somebody earlier for talking about him. Charleston White. Charleston White. Charleston White. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real about Charleston White. Now when he when Charleston White when he was talking about the uh Corvette Corvette kid, I agreed with him. I'm like, that nigga was a little kid. What you expect? He was raised by his mother. The person who's putting food in his mouth, the person who, you know, who's putting clothes on his back, you know, that's the person who's raising him. Like, you know, I like I like I told you my story earlier, I raised my mom's, but I was, the streets raised me. You know what I'm saying? 14 years old, I was out there already with guns on me, selling drugs. He, that wasn't Corvette, Corvette. I understand why he told. So everybody coming at him, that was wrong. But... That ever since then, he's just been like, Charles White has been coming at everybody. Like, he a clown, bro. Like, you disrespecting the whole New York. But you know what getting mad about Charleston White? He comes on, he comes to say, oh, 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 real men, men, why men watching me? Everybody watch everybody platform, nigga. Get out of here, you fucking old bozo, one-eyed fool. Get out of here, you fish-eyed fool. Get out of here. Yo, bro, everybody watch everybody platform, men watching me. You try, So he try to like, Real niggas don't watch the internet. Real, yes, real niggas do, nigga. I'm a real nigga, nigga. I'm a, I'm involved. I watch everybody platform. I want to see what's going on in the world, nigga. Real niggas do watch the internet. You disrespect the DMX for no reason. He has no reason for disrespecting DMX, bro. Like, that nigga, is, the man is dead. The man is a legend. You have no quarrels with the Rough Riders. What are you talking about DMX and disrespecting New York for, bro? Like, bro, when you the same nigga... I seen the video. I seen the tape, Kane. I seen the tape, Kane. I seen the tape. This nigga was this nigga was on video snitching on niggas from, from Texas. Oh yo, them 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 crypts up the block. I just wanna say that they told me I can't be over there. I'm snitching on them. Like this dude, then people wanna say, oh, but he does a lot for kids. He helped kids get out of jail. He do that. Show me where he do that at because he don't show that. Hmm. Cause he says he do that. Do do you know Charleston White for doing that? Does he really do that flip? No, be honest. I don't know. I'm asking a question. I don't know what he does. Exactly. Do you know him for doing that? He says he do that. He says, 
I help kids get out of jail. I'm a community activist. I do that. Nigga, you saying you do that. Show us you do that. Because all we see is an old bitter ass nigga with one eye who somebody punched your eye out. Probably disrespecting legends, nigga. Disrespecting cities for no reason. Why are you disrespecting them? DMX ain't do nothing to you, bro. Like, at the end of the day, let that man rest in peace, man. People love that man. I love that man. You know what I'm saying? That man did for me what nobody in this industry ever done. I'm just a, I'm just a, a kid from Castle Hill Projects who grew up in the streets, who who was who was um who took tours of violence and selling drugs and you know like like a lot of people's story who nobody cared about paid attention to. And this one man heard one song, seen something in me to tell me that I'm gonna be a legend. Told me that God told him that he gonna pass the torch to me. You think I'm riding, nigga, for life, nigga, DMX forever, nigga. Crazy? Like, DMX ain't do nothing to you. Like, I can see if he did something. Like, the point something out that he did. Why are you disrespecting him? That's clown shit, bro. You clout chase. Like, you like the 6ix9ine of the, of the YouTube, bro. Charles White is the 6ix9ine of the YouTube, bro. Like, he started this in New York because he said that how. Because <laughs> of you? Because of me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know what's so crazy? I see that too. What's so crazy about him is that. You know, he was up here, man, and, and he showed a lot of love and respect. You know, that's why it catches me off guard. It was a lot of love, respect, man. We got the foot. You know, I watched the footage, the security footage from outside in the front when he went outside. I watched when he was in the hallway. You know, the yelling stuff. Everybody know I like to be the bad guy. But off camera, he was extremely respectful. And for him to, I guess, I don't know. I think one of those guys that tried to interview him, you know what I'm saying, um, might have told him something or said that I said that or made it seem like he, like, he disrespected New York, which he didn't. I don't know, you know, I feel like in this type of game that we're in, you know, I don't watch none of these dudes, and I have to say, I don't watch them. I'm not inspired by nobody's platform. Their platform means nothing to me. I'm self-made, and I did this along with my business partner, you know, and, and it's up to the top. But that being said, I feel like individuals, he said that certain individuals told him, that I put it out there that he said he disrespected New York, which he never did, and I never said that. And I feel like the individuals that might have did that only did that to get an interview out of him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Use me as your queen because he knew too much. In 24 hours, he knew, like, oh, he set himself on fire. He got his jaw broke. He interviewed the guy. Somebody had to give him a breakdown. So not that that's just corny. And, you know, he said a person that did it, uh, you know, a group, I think he said, um, I don't want to say their name, but, you know, um, and me and the, that 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 company, you know, we we we, we had to understand it, man. We 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 switched guests. We had to understand it, but I guess that's the route they take, and I, I wish the best for them. But with Charleston, man, I don't worry about him. He ain't, you know, he 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 he. he we wish him the best. You know what I'm saying he he does it. He got to do what he got to do for the internet. You know, he said G Money's man. He like G Money, and he said Queens Flip is is Queens Flip, and I ain't do nothing. He's a bozo. Yeah, you know, he's a Super Bowl. I don't care. He's a clown for that. Like, nah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. I, nobody. We ain't. He ain't. He's. He. 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 He didn't even harm a fly up here. Like there was a fly that flew past him, and he. And he excused himself and let the fly go past. Him. I. I bet. I bet he won't let. Charles White. I want to book you. Like Queen Flip, book you to come in here. I pay your flight. Come back. Bet he won't let me book his flight. I booked his flight, yeah. I know, but he was talking yeah. all that shit. Like, I seen. I seen it. Yeah, yeah. You pay me to talk. You shut up, clown. He a clown, man. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he disrespectful for no reason for the internet. And it's 
Like yo, bro. <laughs> I you know I you know, I did want to talk about it because you know DMX is my big brother and I and I just feel DMX don't deserve that disrespect. Other than that, anything else he talk about, I don't watch that guy. I don't care about him. Yeah, but, we wish but, the best for him in his future endeavors, man. He yeah, yeah. He on, 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 in mob in mob terms, we wish him well. Yeah, he ain't doing that. <laughs> you know when the mob say, you know what that means. Yeah. We wish you well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Shout out, Ah, man. Um, what's next for 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 Hogan's four fifth, man? Oh man, what's next? I got a. I um, right now I'm doing a, a whole project with Showbiz. Y'all know Showbiz, right? Showbiz, AG Showbiz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to Showbiz doing the whole project together. Music on music term. That's what's next for me with that. Um. You know, I got you know, I, I got my own um, my vegan products, my health products that I sell. You know, we we came here, we dropped a couple of y'all. You know, Thanks. I got some elderberry seed moss. <laughs> you know, some detoxes. You know, fo- follow me. Yo, if you follow me in my Hocus for Fifth page, you know, you click the um, you know, go to link in my bio, not the link, go to my bio. You'll see the Four Fifth Health Store. Also follow the pharmacist. You know, the pharmacist org on Instagram. Um, I got um. A whole, I got a whole list of artists that I'm dealing with. Shout out to Mulani, shout out to Todd Squilla, shout out to um, you know Hush Money, you know shout out to uh, Kaya NYC Q Banger, the whole team for fifth. You know we coming strong with you know with the music and everything. Um, yeah, what else is good? For, what what else is next for Hocus for fifth? You know just prosperity, bro. I'm just out here trying to you know just trying to preach my gospel and just trying to uplift the people, man. Like like I told Joe yesterday, man. Not, I'm not a, I don't like the word activism. I'm more of a freedom fighter, man. I'm especially a medical freedom fighter. We didn't touch this or go down this rabbit hole, but you know, um, I I think what's going on right now during this pandemic is really messed up. And anybody that's for, you know, wearing masks and taking vaccinations, cool. It should. It, but if you're for that, you should also be on the side of freedom, which is especially medical freedom, because if they're forcing us to do something with our bodies. That's really messed up, and it's not right, and it's unlawful, and it's just, it's just like unlawful in the laws of the universe, the laws of God, my nigga. Like, you shouldn't force, you should, you should be against that fight because just because you think it's healthy and you want to do it, what if your kid really don't want to do it? Like, what if somebody you love really don't want to do it? You're gonna be like, they're stupid, and allow the government to just take control of their body or deny them certain access to places and not fight for them. So I feel like we're dealing with a bigger fight. Than, than we dealing with in the hood right now. And, you know, we need to come together and really fight that fight more than anything because the depopulation agenda is, is in works, you know what I'm saying? Like, Bill Gates went on TED Talk a couple years ago and said, we need to lower the population and the way we're going to, we need, I, the way we're going to do it is with vaccines. And right now, they're trying to vaccinate the world. Um, You know, mm. it, and that's not my conspiracy mind working. That's it's his exact words. So, What's next for Hocus Four Fifth is just keeping up that freedom fight. You know, shout to my big bro KT. And I definitely want you to keep this on there because it's important that KT be mentioned here because KT is somebody that takes care of a lot of people. And that's the one who I went with Jay Prince and got the chain back and we flew to French, who you know what I, mean? I was talking about earlier. He got a juice ball right now, you know, in the hood right now. And he he, he helps a lot of people in his community. The whole Soundview section right now is, is relying on us, on our backs. And we uplifting, we trying to, you know, build it up and um and, and show our brothers and, and show the, the gang. You know what I mean? Yeah, we we like, yo, we not active gang members. We sex money murder, but we not murdering nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, we not active gang members out here trying to put guns in kids' hands. 
KT just opened a juice bar. He's putting juice in it. He's giving people jobs. He helps. He helps his community. I'm. I'm partnering with other people, but not only that, I'm leading by example, showing the youth like, yo, I've been through this. This you could do this shit too. You could be a homeowner too. You could, you could, you could find ways to make money outside. I don't have a job, bro. Like I sell health products. Like I, I make money doing what I love to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm an advocate for that. So basically, that's what next for me, bro. That's 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 who I am. That's the new hope. That's. That's basically what it is, bro. And you know, and as far as on music terms, we got a whole lot of shit going on. Gio, did I miss something? I don't think so. Gio, <laughs> <laughs> did I miss something? So everybody can realize that Gio is coming. Oh, Flip. Now I, I know, I know, I would have had it later on. Like, why didn't you say you got this coming up? But nah, that's really, that's really basically. Yeah, we waiting for S one to come home. You know, what I'm saying he be home in, in in a few. By the time he come home, hopefully we where we want to be. You know, we he could be in position, and he he don't have to go through the struggles I had to. Cause when I came home, I went through a lot. Now I'm hocus for fifth getting notoriety, where I'm able to come and sit on a platform like this. But you know, it took time, and I and I appreciate the journey, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We got a question from from the audience. Uh, someone wants to know what's it like being a father. A father? Yeah. Ah oh, man, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, man. I had you know I got four kids. I got a I got a 19 year old. I got a 14-year-old, I got a 5-year-old, and I got a 1-year-old. And it's like different levels of my life. I had, you know, I had them. And I, when I was in the streets, I had my older ones. And when I'm not in the streets, I got my younger ones. And I got to, like, you know, I sit back and I watch them and I look at them. And you just see these these beings become them, themselves. And I laugh a lot with them. Like, look at these little people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just funny to me. It's beautiful, man. I love being a father. Um, yo, they amaze me. My kids amaze me. They're so talented. You know what I'm saying? My son actually doing music now too, but he's a, he's funny. He he be on TikTok. He's a comedian. Like you know what I'm saying? He he's actually um getting paid off of TikTok. I'm like okay, like you know what I'm saying? My I'm daughter, so- she's an artist, dope ass artist. You know what I'm saying? I be selling her drawings. She makes money already on her own. Um, and my youngest too. They just you know just little beings. I look like I just love them, man. I love being a father, bro. What would you do if 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 you know, God forbid, I don't, you know, I'm sure it's not going to happen. But what would, you, what would you do if one of your kids tried to go down the route you went when you were younger? Like, if you saw it coming, like, how would you respond Respond as a dad right now in 2021? Well, I, you know, I would just try to, you know, I think I think fathers in, in kids' life is very important, bro. Like, um, my father died when I was 12, and I told y'all, I think, I believe I said this, if my father would never die, I don't, I don't yeah. think that me and my brothers would have, who knows what route we would have took, but we would have had a little more guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they did that and I'm here to, t- to talk to them, you know, I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to scold them. I'm going to mold them. I'm going to be like, you know, I'm going to be there with them. And, you know, I'm going to just, you know, like right now, like I just said, it's hard to answer that question because I showed them something different. Right. Like, so they see it. They, like my two oldest, they was at my trial every day. One thing I appreciate my baby mom for, she brought them. They got to see not guilty. They got to see their dad go through that. You know what I'm saying? So that was big for me and big for them. They're never going to forget that. So I, I just don't see them going that route. But if they did, I would just try to, you know, change their mind, bro. I believe I believe that everybody, you know, goes down a certain path for a reason. And uh, you got to just walk with them. <laughs> you got to walk yeah. with them and try to help them, bro. You can't control their life, though. Because the minute you do that, you lose them. You know what I'm saying? I don't yes. know if you got kids. You, you know, 
I go through with my kids. Me and my kids beef. Even my five year olds, what we beef? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what's up. All right, any questions again? Nah, I'm good, man. Uh, is there anything that you want to say that we didn't touch on? You already asked, right? So there's nothing you touch on. Let me say this last thing. Um, I appreciate you coming up here. I appreciate y'all um, having me, bro. Like, this is real big, man. You know, we show egos and pride put aside and, and stuff like that. And I actually respect what you said as well <coughs> earlier. You got a beautiful family. Um, and I salute to you, and I appreciate you and bringing the fellas up here. And thank you. That's it. That's all I got to say. Yeah, Give out your social media. What's up? What's up? What's up with my song, man? You know, shout out to Mike. Mike says, you know, he's in the, the activism thing and... You know, um, that's the most I can say about that. Like, you know, Mike's my bro. Mike's my brother. We we have conflicting issues on where we going sometimes and, you know, in our beliefs. But Mike's is doing a good deed. Like, he's doing what's in his heart. You know what I mean? And I, I would like to believe that Mike is doing what he feels is the right thing. Though, although, when it comes to Black Lives Matter... And and all of that, I'm not with that. I'm not with that because I think that a lot of activism is fraud, especially Black Lives Matter. And, you know, and people that's getting paid this money, and these families is not getting this, you know, reciprocated, and they they the ones going through it. Um, and also, there's more women that die in the hospital every day from pregnancy. Like the numbers are like ten thousand to one than the police killing black people. Like I'm not a Black Lives Matter advocate. I, I I never will be. I think it's all fraud, but I think in his heart, he's fighting for the right cause. And I, but you know, and like there's more little kids getting shot in the street than it is police killing kids. So Black Lives Matter, and we need to speak up, even against our own. Right. Yes, I understand what they say. Well, police they get acquitted and they don't go to jail, and so what? That that little girl just died. So what? Nigga, we need to talk to the fucking gangsters in the hood. Nigga, y'all niggas need to stop. I wish somebody would have came to us back in the day. Fuck y'all niggas doing out here, B. The whole neighborhood. Like, stop. Stop. Y'all killing, y'all killing y'all own, y'all killing us. Yeah. Yo, check this out. Maybe 20, 30 of us who run the projects, right? We call ourselves gangsters. We out there. We bloods. We holding this shit down. We, you know, we like to think that. We killing each other though. Imagine the rest of the neighborhood. My projects got twelve buildings, fourteen buildings, three buildings with twenty stories. The rest got twelve stories, twenty thousand tenants, maybe more. Imagine five thousand of them coming to us like, yo, y'all niggas, fuck out of here with that shit, be. Matter of fact, y'all get off the block. I don't know. It's maybe. It's, maybe I'm just, yo, because these these kids dying. What they doing? It's whack, bro. Like. And, and, and it's hard. I know I'm going to be met with a lot of criticism because I used to be that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not that no more. And it's it, it going to take something to change that. Not a march. Not just saying, kings, we need to stop killing kings. It's going to take something. I don't got all the answers. Maybe if we come together and stop focusing so much on just police brutality, we could, we could figure it out together. I hear you. I hear you. you got. The, of course, you got the answers. <laughs> what I what I said, Flip. What I said wrong, Flip. Can't say nothing wrong. I'm just. I'm just. It's just very interesting what you're saying. I'm, I'm very. You know. I hear you. I, I got no comment. 
I got no comment on how you feel. You're a grown man. You feel that way. You feel that, you know, basically you saying that, on one hand, you saying that we should police our own neighborhoods, right? And uh, come together, but also you, you, you shine a light on, you know, the things that's going on in our community. And, um, that, and we don't speak about it, I guess is what you're saying. We don't. We don't address uh, yeah, it. It's the elephant in the room nobody wants to talk about. Because it's okay. I, I, it's not okay. There's not. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We don't address the elephant in the room. We want to talk about everybody else. Do you think people think it's okay that, that, that kids are getting shot and stuff? The little girl just got killed. Look what her father's I, doing online. I, I don't, I don't, no, I don't think that people think it's okay. I think that people, people is desensitized. Exactly. I was about to say that. Exactly. The right word for it. And, um, and you mean like desensitized, huh? What do you mean? You see it, you see it so much. You grow up in it, and it's like it becomes normal. It becomes normal. Like mm. you hear somebody die, and it's like, oh, we could kill each other, but police can't kill us. And I think I that's kind of in a nutshell. But then it's sensationalism too, because you got this, you got the media, right, and they're showing you constant images, right, of the police shooting, police shooting, and, and it stirs all this anger and rage and this powerlessness. Right, that we feel, we feel helpless, and I believe that a lot of people use that as 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 a platform for them to get clout, you know, to get money, you know. Yes. Yes. And, and, but when it comes to real issues, you know, there's they're, they're mute about it, you know. So, but you know, you keep showing a certain image. The subconscious mind understands images, not words. So when you're constantly seeing something over and over, it becomes your belief system. You know what I mean? So you see this all the time, all the time, all the time. You become immune to it. Acquitted. You become immune it's to like, it, yeah. You know, you just become desensitized. And then the murders in the, in the neighborhood is like, uh, we grew up in it. You know, so it's nothing that we did. shot him or, you know, so we become desensitized, you know. But I think that, you know, you said, and, and I'm going to say it, you know, Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, you know, I think, you know. We grew up, we grew up in, in that era, right, where they was like the lead, black leaders, right? I mean, ask y'all a question. I know just y'all, y'all interviewed us, right? But how do y'all feel about Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson? I don't answer those questions. All right, let me answer for y'all. When no, we no, grew no, up, no, 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 I'm not going to answer for you. Okay. Let me answer if you, like, ask me a thing. Come on, please. I'm not going to ask you a good answer. Okay, Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson, when I was growing up, my mama and them, I knew, everybody knew they was full of shit. They was full of shit and everybody knew it. Like they like, come on. And it's and it's like and nowadays it's starting to look like the same thing is happening again. Like like and So because you made fun of them crying at the uh thing, I saw that. <laughs> they got hit with Bozo today. The they got hit with that. Why? I got I got a little Bozo today segment, y'all. Why? Why you felt that crying was uh disingenuous? Uh, yeah, I felt like it's full of shit, man. Like get out of here. Like So they can't cry because they finally see a a, 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 a police officer being charged that, that, that you don't feel like they should cry for that? I'm not saying I don't feel, I just feel like it's they are full of shit. I okay. just feel like them is I don't feel like they really care. I feel like it's full TV. Oh. It's full. Talk, talk about the consequences. Like, talk about that. Talk about, like, I just want to say because you hold back a lot, I think, sometimes. You got a lot to fucking offer, bro. I'm telling you. Like, this nigga's a fucking universe. <laughs> universe. Like, I mean, the consciousness pertain to what? He's speaking like, on. Like, Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton being full of shit. We've been dealing with, right? Motherfuckers talking about 400 years, this, you know, whatever. Like, we just addressing fucking symptoms, right? You could change the president. You could change this. It's the consciousness that needs to change. Not yeah. the fucking players, right? It's the clothing. 
right? You can change the clothing. You can change the suit, the suit on a monkey. It's still a monkey. You know what I mean? Mm. There's a consciousness that needs to be addressed. It's not. It's not the fucking people want to play. I, I think not, not to cut you off. I really think it definitely needs is the consciousness. Like you said, it's like, it's like it's like the medical field. They treat symptoms instead of the cause. Where if they treat the cause, you you cure your cure period they don't want to treat the cause they want this they want to just treat the symptoms so that it could keep happening right so you ask me this is what this is what I, this is the question right how the fuck did you get home and then this then there's a question this is why we say it right because how did you build a house like how the fuck did you get you was you did all this time your mother was a drug addict you was on drugs right a lot of us was on drugs and, and i i think i kind of touched on it earlier Right. So, I, matter of fact, you know what? Let, you know what? Let me let me let me let me touch on that real quick because I probably didn't. So, like, all right, when I when I was locked up, um, this is like going back. So I don't know how y'all gonna split up the interview. Like, we ain't gonna split again. All right. So when I was locked up, you know, I was in my cell, and I told you I was getting a lot of books, and, and, and part of those books was books like The Secret, the, the Celestine Prophecies, um, The Alchemist, um, Thinking Grow Rich, a whole bunch of books, and they did a search in, in, in my house one day. So they, you know, they come and they tear everybody shit up on Rikers Island. The the captain came in my cell, you know, told me to step out the cell. He looked on the floor and he seen the books there. He was like, "You get back in your cell." He was like, "You don't belong here." I was like, "What you mean?" He's like, "You know what I mean." Close my cell. They didn't even search my cell. It's because he seen where my mom was at, and that's why I think Dave is touching that. How did I get here? You know, like I we all we are spiritual beings having this human experience. I know we hear that all the time, but bro. We create our own reality via thought. Like, so what goes in the subconscious mind must manifest. This is a law, right? And if you don't, if you don't, even if you don't believe it, why? Let me just give you a simple example. Why do you think they pay so much for advertisement? Why do you think it costs millions of dollars, billions of dollars for advertisement? It's because they want you to keep seeing something. So, because they know if it goes in the subconscious mind, we buy shit subconsciously, not even understanding why the fuck we buying it. They got this shit down mapped to a T. Now, imagine you. Creating your reality consciously, we we like it like we really in a matrix, bro. So when I understood that and I understood who I am, I understood that I am a creator, and and I'm not getting religious. I'm not a religious person. I'm a spiritual person. That I am God. We all are gods, bro. You know what I'm saying? We 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 are connected to the same source. We emanate from the same source, which is God. God is the source, and we are God. And when you understand that, it's like. And, you, and I look at you, I look at you, I'm like, I can't kill God. I don't want to kill God. I'll protect myself by any means. You know what I'm saying? But we all, like, we all are creating this reality for ourselves, bro. And when you consciously put these thoughts in your mind, and because what goes into the, what, what, what you consciously think about goes into the subconscious automatically. And when you understand what manifests from the subconscious, then you create the reality. And that's how I got home. That's what he's talking about because I was learning this. And I'm sitting here like, I said it, but I didn't really go into depth. I said, I thought my way in here. I'm going to think my way out of here. And that's a fact. And I, and I and, and it's called the law of attraction. You know, it's a universal law. And I use that, bro. And I use that, you know, and even in a sense to being here. I mean, I always wanted to come up here. My pride didn't let me until I had a little wine in me to reach out. But I'm here. And, and you know, and it's just like, it's just everything in life. Like, I'm manifesting so much. 
I manifested a, a, a fucking legend like DMX in my life to tell me the things he told me. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't manifest him. Like I want DMX to come in my life, but I'm just saying like the how was not up to you. Like you, you got to just know what you want. You got to think about it. Like he said, visualize it and it will manifest. But how is it going to happen? If you think about, if you're trying to be like, all right, the way I'm going to get rich, I'm going to work this job. I'm going to flip this brick. I'm going to do that. It's never going to happen like that. So when the, real quick, so if the thought, can, if the thought matched the frequency right now, you can manifest a million dollars right now. You know what I'm saying? Like look immediately. It happens with us all the time. Yeah. You, you, you call yourself a meteorologist, right? And, and, you, and I, like the etymology is like the study, the root of the word, right? Yeah. So when you take the word media, right? Mm -hmm. It comes from the word media or many. <clears throat> okay. And, and, and Hollywood comes from a holly, holly tree, tree. Mm -hmm. right? So the the conductor, right, and the magician use the wand, right? The magician uses the wand to cast spells and do what he does, right? And that's what Hollywood is. That's what media is about, right? A medium, what does a medium do? A medium channels, right? Your media channel, your YouTube channel, right? Stations, right? It channels a certain energy. And it uses our spiritual technology, our imagination, right? And it uses it to, to shift our perception. And then it, and it creates an emotion. And when that emotion is generated, that's the real prayer. That's what the signal, because our heart is an electromagnetic signal, right? We are electromagnetic beings. We send these, these, these signals out, and we're going to get back exactly what we pushed out, right? So what we're experiencing is media, right? Flashing these images into our subconscious mind, it generates the emotion, and we walk around, and we live exactly how we're being programmed, television programmed, right? But when we stop, start to unplug from the bullshit and we start, yo, what the fuck do I want in life? Like, what do I want to do? What do I want to be? What, what am I passionate about? And you start to spend time with yourself in quiet, in solitude, away from the bullshit, in nature, right? You start meditating. All, all jail cell. Electric foods that, you that know power what I mean? you to fuck mm -hmm. up because we're electric, right? And now you're powered to fuck up. Now your images are coming from a divine source. You're digging into this reservoir of creativity, and now you're fucking channeling all type of miracles in your fucking life, from health to, right? You visualize it. You, you say you're self-made, right? Right? You have to so, 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 Flip, you, you, you're, you're utilizing it, you know, on the subconscious level. Probably, probably you do know what we're talking about. You're just not talking right now, but... You know, doing you're doing it already. He's, he's a fucking I mean, are you consciously doing it and no and understanding what we're talking about? I mean, just just no limits, bro. I understand everything, but you know, it's not about me. I got you. It's about you guys. I understand everything. You know what I mean? Uh, what are you laughing for, G? Uh, you know, you, you, no, you I'm have, just, you know, I'm just, you know, I, you have I, a vision. I, you have a vision, and, and you know, you execute it, and you start to think. And um, you know, my motivation is to uh, don't stop and just to be one of the greatest in the world. That's what motivates me, and to help and teach along the way if I can because nobody was there to do it for me and that's how I feel about it you know what I'm saying some people stick it through it some people don't it's crazy I don't like to really get into all this type of stuff about me man. <laughs> no but this but this is the real shit that the world <laughs> need to hear because this is our life purpose bro because once we realize lies this you know we could you know we could lift the veil from everybody bro because at the end of the day every a lot of people is too dependent on the government or somebody else or just somebody else period like you 
Huh? No, just I'm just talking about period. Like fuck money. Like just period. Like people look for some something or something else outside of themselves all the time, bro. Everything you got is in here, bro. Everything. You know this flip. Come on, man. I, 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 Tell the people too. No, flip. They need to hear from flip too. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. Nah, but you know, but at the end of the day, you know that's that's basically what he was touching that way. Like I I I found myself and became. You know, like I tapped, I tapped into myself, bro. In that jail cell, four years. I turned that four years into a university. That four years wasn't. So when y'all ask me, like, you, I know y'all probably surprised. You ain't getting or nothing. You ain't no. I was yo. I was the dude. Matter of fact, go go look on um the interview when I had with Fat Joe. Go look on the comments, right? I looked on there, and the dude I was in the Beacon with, he commented on it. He said, "That's the same Hulk I know from from um nine block and seven block." Had everybody working out and was kicking knowledge to all of us. Salutes. And I know that's my guy, Mally. He the homie, too. You're going to get a lot of those stories from that was on the island. Like, I wasn't just, just I'm not, just because I chose gangbanging in the streets doesn't mean I, that just, like, you know, we used to niggas, yo, you gangbanging, yo, you doing it, yo, cutting niggas, y'all doing this, nigga. That's not my story, bro. It's not. You know what I'm saying? I just got to keep it real. That's not my story. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. In the streets, I done put in work. Niggas done felt my wrath. Be honest. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I, I did things in the street. I cut niggas. Hit niggas. Rob niggas. I did a lot of that. But that's not who I am, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's not. That's I was a product of that. I, I, I'm just one of them people where if I'm into something, I'm into that shit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, now, you know, everybody, the whole world, go to my Instagram and you can see what I'm into now, you know? I'm a freedom fighter, man. All right. Let me go. Well, of course, my time, man. Hope it's four fifth, man. This is a good one. Good, one. good dude, man. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I feel the energy. I, I, I feel like Flip wants want a lot of drama. Nah, nah, we good. We, we don't. <laughs> Nah, let me go. We know, we know, we know, we don't want the drama. We want the, the real story. Yeah, that's the real story, man. I mean, you know. I I think I think I gave I think I gave y'all a lot. I think I gave y'all all of me. Shout out to the whole team one time, man. Let everybody know who's in the building. Yo, shout out to Biako Dave. You know what I'm saying? He in the building. The pharmacist of we in the building. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that's it. No, I'm just playing. Gio, what up? Gio, Gio, I'm just playing. Gio, I'm just playing. Like, yeah, come on, come sit down real quick so they can see you. There we go. You've been waiting. You've been waiting to come over here. You've been waiting to come sit down. You've been waiting. <laughs> I knew, I knew, I knew he was gonna. Shout out to shout out to Ty Skrilla, man, the whole team four fifth. Like I said again, man, shout out to my brother Dawa. Tomorrow's his birthday. We gonna turn up. Shout out to KT, big bro, Drift. What up, hot boy? What up, huh? I'm pulling up. I don't know. We gonna turn up. You know what I'm saying? We, oh, we, I'm shooting a video tomorrow. <laughs> this is how they treat me for years. So, yo, when would this be up? We're gonna be going let's sign up. We're gonna put y'all on a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 shout out to the homie, man. Shout out to the homies in the building. Appreciate y'all. Uh dope episode. Make sure y'all follow the pages at Queen's Foot with a Z at DJ G Money Official. Uh Picky Eater season four is out now. You know what I'm saying? Uh your episode is actually up next, man. He does this like I can't can't even like G, I think you're missing something, G. What? I, I ain't get I ain't get there yet. Hold on, I'm, I'm, what miss? Sorry. No, no. What at we f- missing? F up the script pod. No. Nah. 
No, he he said he missed something from the interview. He he wants something. No, he wants something. He wants me to say something. I think. I don't want to. I'm just watching G. Said Queens flip. I said fuck the script off my name. It's okay. It's I said right. what? Let's keep going. The spon- I'm not. I'm gonna get to the sponsors. No, I'm gonna get to the sponsors. Not that. Not that. Just you know, you just you know. I think some people deserve certain things. You think so? <laughs> Oh uh, <laughs> man! It's all right. Don't worry. If you if you cut your mind, so, so, so you put me in the spot. He do that, man. <laughs> Can you? He is though. Yes, he, he is. Why you ain't do it? Why you? I just you know I like to wait for the the right time. Is say some you know you know how I give it. I know, but he said, of, uh, he said a lot of. He said a lot of. He said people got if they felt it. <laughs> it was the raft, right? I the, think it's the raft. Yeah. That, that one, right? He cool, man. Nah. <laughs> All right, he is cool. Come on, Jay, don't forget my he man. Was I was so in the raft. I, I was in the store. Yeah, what we got? What? What? I said, he, he, he missed it. Yeah, he, he missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, explain it, G. You want to explain it? Explain, explain, explain. Let him find it on the internet, right? Yeah, you're going to find it on the internet. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all got to do me dirty. What are we doing? Nah, we got, got the heat cool, man. It's, yeah, it's, yo, it's man, a... nobody paying you. Though. Sit your ass you down. No Walking up and full of your arms, man. You heard what he said? My man said it. He said it. He got the heat cool. That's it. He got the heat cool. That's it, man. Oh, man. Oh, I get it. You you a funny nigga. I get the heat cool because I'm talking. See, nah, nah. Yeah. Exactly. He got the top. The top recognition on the show. Yeah, I but forgot. You, you, I, 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 was, I was I was wrapped up in the story. I was so like everything else kind of caught me over. Thank you for reminding me, man. Because he he, he, he is cool. He, he is cool. He, he, cool. he deserve it. He's cool. I like him. He's cool, man. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. He said, "I don't know why he cool." I get it. All right, so you gotta watch the show. Yeah, I watch. You gotta you gotta watch the show, like. The show is G Money give people this saying that he's cool. So when he say he's cool, that means it's something that you're cool. A lot of people don't get that in the interview. So I felt like Hocus should get that because Hocus is cool. The interview was good. I agree. So it, it, it was a praise. I know. Got it, right? Yeah. No, can, can, you, before he said it, right, you, you was doing all that, you know. I said to tell he was, you. He was trying to remind me, guy. Like I said, I was so wrapped up in a. Yeah, I was trying to tell him certain things that he said that, that, that deserved yeah, the yeah, he cool yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, listen, man. Yeah. 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 All right, that's something y'all do on your show. Yeah. We owe you some elders. I say it's on you. What's wrong with this? This guy's crazy. Yo. Shout out. Shout out to you. We give y'all a stop. I gotta check him. All right, get him. We give your man the highest regards on the show, and you making a big fucking deal. We wanna, I didn't wanna leave and had the niggas in the comments, hold on, had the niggas in the comments and how y'all gonna play Hocus like that. I right. stopped my man mm, to show Hocus respect mm. and y'all niggas just talking and talking and talking and Let G-Money talk, man. G-Money is not saying nothing. Let him, you talking. Right, you, why don't you stop talking? Because that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the Geo show. Geo bugged up. It's two seconds into a 10 hour show. Who's <laughs> So what? Alright, Jill. Jill, you cool too. What? 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 Yo, we're not playing this game. Call Tiff, call Lux. They're gonna be. Oh my god. These two, I got a whole big thing going on with him and Lux. I'm gonna let y'all know when it come out. Come on, right now. Big thing. Quiet. Shout out to Lux. Shout out to Tiff. Good people. My brother and my sister. I appreciate you, Gio. I appreciate you, man. You're a nice guy. No, no, no. You are. You wait right. outside. Wait outside. Wait outside, man. Wait outside. Yeah, yeah. 
Let us sign out let's real quick. Sign let's sign out. Let's sign out. I need to. He cool, man. Let me get my. He got it. You got it already. They just uh, fucked it up. They fucked up the moment. You got it already. <laughs> nah, I need it. Oh, I need my. He cool, man. Come on. Oh. All right, man. All right, all right. Just get him on, on, on. Don't give it to him. Don't give it to him. That was kind of. I came in because. That's 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 kind of worse than not giving it to him because pause because it wasn't really you know what I'm saying it was I did it then it was oh yeah then it was oh it wasn't really it, nah, it wasn't there he did like I didn't even did he cool man Gino! <laughs> that's two you can't have two nigga you yeah even nigga I deserve yeah, it nigga they hate they hate yeah it wasn't really. Yeah, hey, hey, right there, I got one, I got two he cool. Nigga, nobody got that. They got top me <laughs> what? now. Well, you, 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 you up there. Alright, alright. <laughs> anyway, shout out to today's sponsors, man. Shout out to Terrace and Clout. You know what I'm saying? Shout For providing Clout. this nice uh this nice uh sweater. Oh, is this a sweater or is this a... It's a, I don't know. It's some type of bullshit. It's nice. Oh, oh, no, that shit's nice. <laughs> the colors is bullshit. The colors is bullshit. Nah, this is a nice two tone joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah. see the hat with the shout out I'm at I'm at Aubrey Two Kingdom Born. Let me stop you know shout, shout to shout to But uh check out check out the website, man, terraceandclout.com. At Terrace in and Clout on Instagram. Shout out to B More, Maryland, VA two up, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to wear it. You ain't going to wear that. They gave you the pink joint. The pink joint joint. You going to wear the pink joint joint? Yeah. You going to wear the pink? Yo, so my man, yo, so my man, Queens Flipper, a nice little two tone joint. Terrace Niggas and Clout. They don't want to send me no, nothing, man. They don't want to send you nothing, man? No. I got some nothing. Else... Nah, man. You're lying. <laughs> you didn't even give it to me. Pause. Terrace hey. and Clout, what up, man? Salute. Appreciate y'all. Yo, it's Queens up. Flip, man. URLTV.TV. I'm from Queens. Listen, man, shout out to Hocus for a fifth for coming up here, man. No Don't allow your ego and pride to keep you, uh, let us be divide. Pause. Right. Shout out to my man. Knock, lock your doors, close your window, close your blind, open your blind. If you see a nigga like Gio on your lawn, don't be afraid to use a firearm. <laughs> if you see a nigga like four fifth on your lawn, let him in. He don't mean no harm. I'm from Queens. <laughs> <laughs> I love that ending.